1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: But once again, gentlemen, and we've got another message from Manscape, Sponsoring the show once again. We've got a, well, I mean, perfect Gift for Christmas. If you're looking to get that special gentleman in your life something special, wouldn't you, you agree? L- you look like you're holding a nice glass of brandy there, Chris, <laughs> caressing I'm it. I'm getting into the Christmas spirit, aren't I? You <laughs> look like you ITN news, by the way. Any <laughs> mind what else? You, you, I've heard you, you yeah, went a few down very gifts. well last year. My old man loved it. Well, they've got the new one out. The lawnmower 4.0. Don't mess about with this. Precision engineering. I'm just thinking how that can improve on the lawnmower. 3.0. Oh, they have done. Believe me. Believe me. I mean, I've only got the 3.0 and it does an absolutely fantastic job, There's not it? And it's got, it's got some hard work down there, not There's no short and curlies anywhere near mine, I tell you. It's got some very very tough debris to get through, hasn't it? Plough through them, so I'm looking forward to giving the 4.0 go, I tell you. Mm. Are they still you. doing the nose trimmer and the? Oh, they do the nose trimmer. They do the ear scrubber. Gets rid of all the... Because nobody wants that, do they? No. Nobody wants hers in their ears or the nose. No. Put, put, put any lady off, would not it? Uh, well, it would me. i get some Belters up mine, as I, I'm guessing you can imagine. Mm. And it's a smooth, probably like two pieces of rope, I would have <sighs> thought. Yeah. You might be better Stubborn. with a Black & Decker, be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and not only do you get the Lawn Mower 4.0 and the ear and nose trimmer, you also get the Crop Reviver and the gro- Crop Preserver, which gets them all sprucey, you can give them a... I'll Bit of a polish, that one. yeah. <laughs> so you get the wipes, so you can wipe them down afterwards. Make sure it's all, all intact, which it will be, because like we said, the precision engineering. And then you get uh, you get the creams. To smell, get lovely. Nice, smooth, cream smell lovely. The creams smell lovely, do not they? And scented. Yeah. And oh. the box and sh- the box of shorts. You get a, Comfort. a a little bag as well, yeah, with with some other little goodies in. And Very comfortable because they're sponsoring the show. You get twenty percent off with the code COST twenty. Value in it. Perfect treat, yeah. gift for Christmas. Treat your loved ones, your hairy loved ones. You're treating yourself, really, aren't you? Oh aye. If you're buying one for yourself, it's a treat if for yourself. Buying, no, if you're buying one for your husband, any ladies watching, you're treating yeah, yourself but, really. All three of you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get on over to manscaped.com, use the code COST twenty and get your twenty percent off. Get everything that we just listed and your little bag and all the little uh little, little extras. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we doing? We got well Good evening indeed. Hope everybody's well. We all speak we all seem quite fresh tonight, don't we? Manchester's coming up, innit? Yeah, we'll not be fresh next weekend. Ooh. Ooh. Obviously, obviously, we've not already got your tickets. Get them in. Manchester Academy two, Carlton Palmer, David Weeter. It's gonna be a good and one. We we will one hundred percent be on the dance floor after. And on. drinking like Oliver Reed, dancing like John Travolta. Oh dear me. Hi. Hi, John Travolta my ass. My dancing shoes are at the cobblers, ready for Friday night. You're not wearing that pink jacket, are you? Oh no, I've got a new one. No nah, then. Yeah, a little velvet number. <laughs> what colour? Blue. Gotta be blue, on not it? She wore blue velvet. <laughs> it's like a is a blazer or. Oh yeah. Okay, I look like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Colin were that little and large. Do you want to borrow my teeth for it? Oh, but if you haven't got the t- any tickets yet, um, you can get over on Twitter or on the website. Tickets are available. 20 quid. It's going to be a cracking night. It certainly yeah, is. Carlton's already sent a few messages. He's revved up. I think, I, think he's the, I think the terminology is game. I think he's game. Think both will be. Yeah, well, we know exactly what we're getting from weeks, don't we? Yeah, he was brilliant at Middlesbrough, wasn't he? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so get them tickets if you haven't already. What else has that, been, Chrissy? What about who knows wins this week? Do you see the? He's won twice in three weeks. Top prize, Guy Wardle. I tip, I is a, is it, tip my cap. He's an absolute genius, the boy, isn't he? Two winners this week: nine hundred and sixty-two pound fifty apiece, and sixteen at thirteen pound fifty. A solid return. So he's won what? He won seventeen hundred quid two weeks ago, and he won nine nine hundred and sixty. This week, oh, not, not bad at all, is it? I wonder if he's telling his missus about it. Well, if she listens, she knows now. She'll be expecting <laughs> something special under the tree. <laughs> but yeah, if you've not already got involved, we've got another league this weekend. Ten games to predict. Pop your fiver in. You know how it works now. We split the pot. Best predictors. Well, we split the rest of the pot. He, he takes most of oh, it most yeah. weeks, doesn't he? We should maybe say it to him, we won't disclose that you've won if you give us a cut. So he can keep it to himself and not give it to his missus. Drops us a message. Listen, lads, we'll win again this week. Don't mention it, Yeah, shut it, lads. I'll get you a drink. On Friday. Slide into the DMs, die. We'll sort something out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, you know what else happened? I don't really know what's gone off, but what about the Champions League draw? What's happening there? Matt Mills this week? Yes, yeah. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed the setup first of all. Yeah, he invited us to his house, didn't he? It was just, we, I think it's the first one we've recorded on a couch. Yeah. Christmas very very was comfortable. Long the the fire was crackling. It was a little bit like uh, when Oprah goes to you know to like one of these celebrities' houses and they're just sitting garden or city house in a comfortable setting. It was a bit. I felt a bit like Oprah or Ellen De, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, we and all. Yeah. Oprah and Harry. It was like. Yeah. Like very relaxed, a bit yeah. too relaxed, maybe. Some would. No, yeah. It when Chris would put his feet up on table. I don't know but that's just pretty much sums him up, doesn't it? We've been invited to somebody's in house, and he goes in and treats it like it's his own. Two pasties on the table, <laughs> and they're not they're not particularly bonnet pasties neither. Oh, but by the way, but you 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 were saying before, John, weren't you? That you 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 didn't like him. No, but I did tell him. But <laughs> that just from playing against him. The- yeah, I, well, I, 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 when I played against him, I thought he was a dick, uh, and I, I changed my opinion on that. Yeah, you think he's all right now? Yeah, yeah, good, good lad. I mean, you, you play against players over your career, and you, you never, you never always really speak to him or whatever. But I'm sure he thought I was a dick and all, uh, which is fair enough when you're playing against him in But we did broach the subject earlier, didn't we? I think I came because I were a little bit late and I came and I said, hey Millsy, all right. I, 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 I used to think you were a dick. <laughs> uh, Change my mind, Matt. So, yeah, basically, yeah. Change my mind, Millsy, and and fair play, did. Fair Shall play, did. Should we get him in? I will get him in. Still, patrons are still going, aren't they? If you're not signed up. Oh, yes. If we'll still not... be releasing over Christmas. I think we've got three left of this this series this afterwards, hearing... but then uh, Three episodes left, but yeah, the Patreon's going to keep going to ep- an extra two episodes a month if you fancy it. Come on, board. Well, will will be an extra two episodes a month, will it? When we're when we're off, it'll just be two episodes a month. It will. It will just be those two episodes every month. So you can, you know, if, you, if you're missing us, you can still get your fill. Because we are a Brett lads, aren't we? You know, what I mean, we have been we have been bang at it for what for three months. Tired, John? Tired? Tired, fatigued, yeah. Uh, I think the terminology's burnt out. The well, that's at least it's a last live show on Friday because I, I was reserving a spot at the Priory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, but then we're when we're into Christmas, then, aren't we? We we it's it's hard not to hard not to drink daily, isn't it? Yeah, if you fancy getting involved with the Patreon, just uh, go on over to the website, you can get the link straight through. Just a couple of pounds a month. It's like a pound an episode, isn't it? Right then, come on, Matthew. Shall we get him in? Aye. Uh, you make yourself you make yourself comfy, Chris. I oh, will, mate, don't worry. Matt Mills, how are we doing? I'm good. How are you? You're right, Matt. Yes. Very good. Right. Well, to be fair, you, you must have been practicing that because that's the most confident. They've come in. Yeah. You've come in. Happy? It flowed. Didn't you, it? you could actually it was, tell yeah. what name you were oh, saying. I've been in that bathroom for half an hour in front of a mirror. <laughs> Matthew. Matthew. Matt Mills. Matt Mills. Matt Mills. <laughs> By the way, I am comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> never been as comfortable. This is unbelievable. Thank you for having us.
3: Yeah. No, nah, no worries. You're more than welcome. And obviously, Christmas trees up. Get hey, me. come that's on. you <laughs> take it piss now. Is this a bit too much? <laughs> You're right, Matt. Yeah, very well. Very good. Um, well, it's been, I think, two years now since I retired, so settled into normal life, as it were. So, yeah, very good.
2: Very happy. I've got a bit of a pop quiz for you here. A what? Pop quiz. You ready? What have Didier Drogba, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Lionel Messi, Ronaldinho and Matt Mills all got in common? <laughs> Same birthday? No. Uh, what do you look like that for they all play <laughs> they, all <go> <laughs> they all play for <laughs> they all play football no, do, you, do you know what it is no but go on. they've all partnered Heidegger Johnson up front against Liverpool <laughs> yeah it's true good work Chris yeah it's true well, how on earth have you caught how on earth have you caught with that well, I, I co- should have got that yeah should have got that uh, could come you played up front against Liverpool
3: bit of an injury crisis to be fair I think we had like 13 fit first team players And uh, Neil Lennon was manager at the time. And uh, he just pulled me and said, Listen, I I need you to to do a job and you're playing up front tonight. And I was like, pausing to be fair. I was like, pressure's off. You know what I mean? One one mistake you've It's it's, it's a goal. So I was like, Yeah, I'll have a tear up. And he was just like, You got, I think we played, I played out as a nine. We had Ida Johnson and Zach Clough off me. So he just said, Like, when the ball goes up to you, just get hold of it. He said, You know, technically all right. And if the ball comes in the box, just, get your head on it and uh, it's not as easy as the, uh, the target men make it look is it mate you I ran ball. like 12k the like, most I've ever Fuck. ran in a game tell me about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> <You fucking laughs> well, that's why I'm like I can't move was there anybody uh, was there a striker fit at all
3: no alright oh, just just, just either. Um and obviously cluffy
2: but did you do the full 90 up front yeah yeah slog it fucking is it's a <laughs> it it <is>. slog what, <laughs> was <laughs> you, what was your defensive game like closing down and stuff yeah, just, just showing them one way. Do you know what I mean? Just, just going <laughs> that was go, my
3: bag. You know, you know, you know, that, that, that big wind round, like, yeah, keep, keep playing that way. You know where it's coming, like, deal with it. I believe it,
2: like, you know when you're trying to head it and trying to flick it, it's so much harder than when you're just coming onto it and just boom, like that, isn't it? To be fair, there's not many games, uh, part of my game that was great, but
3: but heading was probably the, the thing. So I, I thought it was all right, do you know what I mean, in terms of, like,
2: flicking on and knocking it down, I, I, I felt you've just to got to get it right aren't you because if you get it too wrong you you miss it and it just goes off your head and they had it anyway but if you get it, if you get too high then it just hits on the nose and it hurts doesn't it thanks <laughs> for the tutorial though John <laughs> well I, was, I should have told you fucking 15 years ago <laughs> 15 years too late <laughs> <laughs> you've been sat in Barbados now scratching your balls <laughs> uh, we had a few people asking about Pearson whether he stuck the nut on you yeah speaking of Reading, yeah
3: yeah, yeah good, uh, good slide into that one um Oh man, it's just, a. it was, the whole situation was just mental. Um, obviously I'd I, I signed for Leicester and there was a, quite a big song and dance about it at the time, do you know what I mean? I think it was club record signing, I think it was the largest transfer paid in the championship at the time. So it was like, it was kind of like the impossible, do you know what I mean? It was like you're expected to keep a clean sheet and score every game type of thing. Um, Did he sign you? No, he didn't sign me, Sven signed me, but he was on his last legs to be he'd been there like 18 months maybe. And uh, we bought 13 players in that summer. Had a right push. Um, and the owner was great, to, to be fair. But yeah, he didn't bring me in. Sven brought me in. But when he came into the building, the first thing he said to me when he shook my hand was, wow, you're not as fat as I thought you were. And I oh. thought, this is a good start. No, <laughs> never ne- never, been, number never number. been above 10% of really fat in my life. But yeah, fair enough. I also you. got the other one. <laughs> no, bigger than what you look. <laughs> Regular. So that, so that was the introduction. And then I think that we played Palace on the Saturday. Beating three two, Galley scored two absolute worldies, probably two of the best goals I've ever seen. Um, and then, uh, and then he called me in the office on the Monday, and um, I just thought you'd say, you know, what I mean, like, nice to meet you, like, well done Saturday, like, you know, just a general chat. And he's gone, do you think you deserve to be captain? And I was just like, sat there, like, well, I don't know, I didn't didn't ask to be like. Obviously, the last manager thought there was something within me that he wanted to. To give me the armband um and he was like right and i kind of like walked out a bit like this is weird do you know what i mean i have met the guy twice and he's been so you're not as fat as what i thought and then that yeah and then that and then I, I played about 16 games under him i think we were maybe seventh or eighth at the time which was poor really with the squad that we had um and then he dropped me for the quarterfinal final of the fa cup away at norwich and we won I think it was quarter final. Anyway, we won the game. So I went to see him on the Monday, like you do. Do you know what I mean? Just wondering why I didn't play Saturday gaffer. And he was just like, because I didn't want to play you. And I was like, right, fair enough. Not, not an actual football reason. No, this. but you just like, yeah, just didn't want to play. I was poor in a game before, to be fair, against Watford. So just, just expecting a generic answer. Do you know what I mean? Like, keep your head down, son. Like, yeah. work hard and, you know, fight for your place type of thing. But the way he answered it, I was just like, "All oh, right, I can't. Really, do anything with that? Like, can I get some like constructive criticism? Like, you know what I mean? To work on my what game. You to do? And then he just went, fuck off. Oh. And I just went, I was a bit like, all oh, right, like, literally, like, do I need to leave? And he was just like, listen, since I've come in, you've been this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but. And I didn't
2: know, I, well, they know, like, could you not? Get the feeling running up to it that, oh, I don't think he's having me. I don't yeah, like Yeah, because you're in you. you? get, you get yeah, a feeling. Yeah, I think the, the, the thing with, with like that that squad was when we went in,
3: because it was like, Sven was class. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love him. I'm grateful for, for the opportunity and stuff. But it was a holiday camp. It was an absolute holiday camp. Like training was just like five sides every day, you know, for a tenner and at the end of the week. You know, you're over 60 quid up or 60 quid down. And it was, for me, I didn't like that. I like managers that had a real structure. This is the way we're going to play. We're going to work on it. Here's the game plan. We're going to execute it. And then when he came in, he he quite, he, like Pearson quite liked like the banter. Do you know what I mean? And I was like getting a bit frustrated because we didn't really have a way of playing. So, even, even under Nigel then, did he not fetch anything? he Not straight away. Like he was phasing things in, but like the lads would like, do you know what I mean? Like we have to go up to the dome and stretch. Like lads would just like fuck it off and just like go home and stuff and I was just like up there stretching on my own with the fiz- like with the uh, fitness coach and thinking like there's only five of us here are mm-hmm. you captain as well at this point yeah and I'm thinking this isn't this right do you know what I mean mm-hmm. if we fucking put our work in here we'll piss this league yeah Um, and he just decided to go with obviously the kind of like lads have got a good atmosphere over here and I isolated myself massively over you know various different things I made captain like a week after walking in you have players like Richie Wellings Galley, like people that have been there a long time and I'm thinking I can't say no do you mm-hmm. know what i mean but at the same time i was thinking like that's probably going to piss them off so that kind of isolated me and then yeah it just it turned to a bit of mess but so once he told me like basically to fuck off we we were just like i was just trying to get something out of him that was half constructive and i was like listen gaffer you like you've clearly got a problem with me like i don't know what it is so i'll just get off and as i've like walked to turn uh like i've got to the to the door of his office so mean in the office and I've turned around and I've gone I don't understand what's going on and he's just got up out of his chair walked over like got his head into my head he's like like gone like that so I've like gone back against the door and I'm thinking
2: what is going on here I've just been booked <coughs> by his manager yeah
3: so when I went obviously gone into the changing room ran my old man and said listen like this is like this has happened he's just gone like just go out and train get your head down like try and change his opinion and then the next day um uh Bex Jermaine Beckford called me because me Bex and Conch came in as like big signings Conches- do you know what I mean Con- yeah Koncheski, yeah Concheski. that's him so we'd come in as big signings and you could tell like he didn't like it He didn't like it and he wanted to but for me looking back on it he wanted to prove a point and if if it's one of those in it you ch- chop the head off of the snake and then everybody shits themselves and, and it's like you know this if Millsy can get Binned, like yeah. i need to get into line it was just, for me it was just one of those kind of strategies but i remember coming the next day and uh bex had sent me a picture of the, the squad to face derby and said no skipper and like crying face emoji and i'm looking at him thinking what is going on I sent up to the dome bleep test with the kids and for then me? they traveled to derby for a thursday night game and it was like it was i went home because we had thursday friday saturday sunday off because i wasn't in the squad and Sky asked Pearson before the game, You see the footage on Sky. They said, oh, why is Matt Mills, you know, club record signing, captain not in the squad. He went not selected. They played the game. Uh, 1-1-0. Asked him near on exactly the same question after the game. He went, listen, listen, listen. I'm not going to get pulled into this conversation. I'm not picking a team on price tags or egos. I'm picking teams to win, win games. And I'm sat there on the sofa with my parents
2: watching it. Like what the fuck has happened? It was mad. I mean, I said on Marlon's, didn't I, about a manager coming in and kind of making a statement and but like, his foot That's though. probably well, taken a, a little bit too far, isn't it? Far, it's isn't it? It. This is a statement. Like, do, you, do you not think I, I, I've just been buttered? I'm going to throw him back? No, do you know
3: what? Like, obviously looking back on it, like if somebody in the street comes at you and headbutts, you like you, it's on, isn't it? You're, you're scrapping. Yeah. But in that moment, mate, my heart was racing and I was just thinking, what the fuck has just happened?
2: So it's it was more a, like you're
3: just in shock. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then he just gone into sh- like the changes and just thinking, what is going on? Did you
2: tell the rest of the lads when you got in the changing room or you just, nah. nah. just nah nah? You just kept to yourself. Yeah. It's a
3: big he's head
2: a as, big well, unit as well, isn't it? Unit as well, But the it's thing, it's a muscly forehead. Yeah, it's it's like you a you're, bread you're
3: bread bin. probably all like met him and come across him and seen the stuff when he like you went to you went to the journalist and you called him an ostrich and all that weird. And then like he pinned McCarthy down. Yeah. On the touchline, he's just. He's just a bully. He thinks he's an odd man. When I mean, really, he's an old, frail man, isn't he? Like, but do you know what I mean? But like, he just wants to be the... You know, he shakes your hand, like grips
2: it and that. It's like, oh, yeah. you're, you're hard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It let it go, Nigel. Your, your time's yeah. passed. Yeah. Well, a few people have said he doesn't like confrontation. You know, if that type of thing that you've gone up trying to explain why you weren't in the team, apparently he didn't like Do you know? Do you know, the, do you know the, thing, the thing
3: I noticed with 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 Pearson... and. You get this probably with, you know, when people say, oh, just because he was like a decent player, don't make him a good coach. Sometimes when he was trying to articulate what you wanted in training, he, he, he couldn't get it out of his head and he'd just be like, oh, just do it. Do you know what I mean? you thinking like... <clears throat> what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, get a fucking tactics ball out, mate. You know, like one of those, oh,
2: just
3: play out from the back. You're like, yeah, but what does that mean? Like, you can't just get the ball and play out unless there's like patterns of play or movement or do you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. So I just found it quite strange.
2: So you think you were just ostracised straight away after that moment? Yeah, t- like,
3: like I said, a couple of things that happened before with like being made the captain and and like... You have a dynamic in addressing. I'd just come from Reading, which was like, I was captain there and the lads were class and and the manager was absolutely amazing. Like, just knew me, knew what to do to get me, you know, ticking. If I pl- played on Saturday, we had a Tuesday game, it'd be like, Millsy, in the gym. It'd be like, whatever you've got to do to get you in the right frame of mind to play, just keep playing well. Do you know what I mean? I've gone from that to like holiday camp where lads were talking about how much they were in the dressing room and and I'm just thinking this is not me Mm. this
2: Mm. were they were they not were they they good lads or were they just yeah they're all I think they're all good lads individually
3: just the the, I just the dynamic wasn't right maybe in my head I was thinking did I really want to leave Reading with a contract that I got uh, at Reading I think they signed me for I don't know two and a half million or quid or something and it was like I had like 10% of the salon so when when the offer came in from Leicester I was like I don't really want to go but I'm going to have to go I'm have to go, but- <laughs> have to go. Well, fuck it I'm going <laughs> but the you know what I mean the wages yeah. that that bone the sign on everything was just like they were pushing for it do you know at what I mean what age were you here uh, 24 25 I like that. so you're thinking a four year deal you're thinking I need to look after myself and yeah. my family here oh you've got to go yeah but I nearly obviously I, I was going to go to Wolves spoke to Mick McCarthy at Wolves I think they offered three and a half um, and he was like, come, I want to meet you captain, play in the Prem, because obviously we, we lost the Swans in the playoff final. And it, it was pretty much all done. Um, <laughs> Sven rang me the morning after the playoff final, right? So I'm paralytic, like we've just lost in the playoff final. I'm pissed at me. I've picked up the phone. Honestly, you wouldn't write it right. And he's like, hello, it's, yes, it's, it's Sven. I've gone, yeah, fucking good one. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is it? And he's gone, no, no, it's it's, it's Sven. Like, what are you doing next season? And I'm thinking, oh shit. Like, I couldn't get out of bed. Like, Hi, hey, Sven, are right." face, what? Let's
2: give me five, Sven.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I was at City with him. And so he, they tried to sign me early on the window, but then they went away once they knew how much it was going to cost and the wages and everything. And then it was pretty much all done to Wolves. And then they just come back in. Like when I say I was driving on the motorway to Wolves, it, literally I was getting in the car, and then they've he's just gone. I spoke to the owner. See no longer with us, but I've, I've spoke to the owner and I've told him like, if this club wants to get to where it wants to get to, like it needs to pay money and we need to get we need to get the top players and the players that I want. And they just literally just blew the deal apart in terms of was it five mil they went for? Five they went five and for. a half.
2: Yeah. Fuck me. Said most expensive player in championship yeah, at that the time, time yeah. did you speak to Pearson again after that Obviously I think well the, the
3: year it. they got promoted I was at Bolton we played him and I just went up to him and said like congratulations on the promotion like you, you probably right well, probably right to get rid of me in terms of the way the thing is the thing is right if he'd have pulled me in the office and said listen we're bringing in Wes Morgan I think Wes had already signed actually he said listen I've brought Wes in to replace you you're not in my plans. Obviously, the last manager signed you. you got three and a half years left.
2: Oh, you're only there six months?
3: Well, well, temp. I was there about eight months. So you've got three years left. Yeah. Um. Maybe we can look to move you on in the summer because I don't think you're going to play. I'd have been like, yeah, sound. I didn't sign for you. I'm not, if I'm not your cup of tea... We'll have a chat in the summer, but the thing was, and this is what the fans don't realise: I walked away from a three-year contract. Yeah, I went to Bolton and got the same money and all that type of stuff. Like I was looked at. I I could have sat there and gone, "No, I'm not going anywhere unless you give me eighty percent pay up. I ain't fucking moving." Mm. And was he desperate to get you out the building? Oh, mate. I came
2: he back. Did, pre- he took nuts on him. I know,
3: but it's just like, oh, just go and train
2: with a kick. Yeah, he tried, to, he tried to do that,
3: but I just kept getting balls and volleying them as high as I could over the fence and landing in the middle of the session. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but it was like, then, then I came back pre-season and I was just like to my agent, like, you need to get a move. And then I, was, I, I nearly signed at Celtic. Neil Lennon, who I ended up working with at Bolton. He was like, yeah, we're sending a helicopter to pick you up. And my agent was like, you get on the helicopter, mate. You ain't coming back. Cause you go up to Lennox town, it will blow you away. Yeah. And at the time, cause Leicester, I'd, I'd been at, uh, I'd been at Man City. My family are in Swindon. I was two and a half hours from anyone I knew. I was like, and then Bolton came in. I was like, perfect. Like my mates are there. I just wanted to get a bit of my life back when I, like, I literally was like, so fucking depressed it, beyond.
2: It was like, my head is gone. Mm. It's in the bin. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, you know, if you're only still 25 ish, 26 you've still got another fucking seven or eight proper good years at it, haven't you?
3: Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, you know what football's like, mate? He's like cunting me off to everyone in the game. Like I'm this bad egg.
2: So think, all of a sudden, just I don't it's just like, do that. I'm just like... You know, somebody called me, difficult. I'd say, yeah, he's a fucking great lad, but he's just, he's just don't fit my style of play. We're mm. just trying to help you get it out of the building, isn't it? No. Yeah. It's just, exactly.
3: It was just, it was just weird. It's like, because I'm... off, oh, this is funny. Neil Warnock called me at Leeds and said... Uh, do you wanna to come to Leeds? And I was like, uh yeah, like why not? He's in the car with his missus. He went, What's going on with you and Pearson? Then you shagged his wife. <laughs> I went that I went, man? Like, God, I went, like so he, he was brilliant. I think it was so funny. I was just like class. Like, obviously, I've never played for one, I can and and, and uh, but I just thought you are someone I could work with, well, do you know what yeah, I mean? You, like you'd have would have been it would have been good. Um but
2: no, I couldn't get that one over the line and then obviously went to Bolton in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that's written down here because I, I thought you started at Man City. I didn't realise you were at Southampton. So Southampton. There's, there's some players coming through there as well at, at the time, And oh, it? Oh, frightening. Frightened, Frightened, World Cup. Yeah,
3: it was honestly like the, you, you speak to it, well, you'd have gone through it like when you're in the academies and that, you know, statistically, you know, one or two will make it from from the group you're like looking around thinking, God, I, I, I hope I'm that one. Do you know what I mean? It's a 15, 16 year old. You look back now, like Gareth Bale, CEO Walcott, Nathan Dyer, Dexter Blackstock, Leon Best, Kenwin Jones, Adam Lallana, Andrew Sermon. Like, it was ridiculous. Like within a two or three year gap, we obviously lived in digs and then apartments together. But the thing what was, was so good about that is the training was unbelievable. Frightening, and and Gordon Strachan really pushed pushed, pushed the push the lads into the first. Do you thing.
2: think that was a uh, lucky that you had that batch of players at that time, or was Southampton making a massively conscious effort? I think it's a bit of both. I think we had really good players. Um, we brought
3: a guy in from France, George Prost, who had had like rave reviews from Claire Fontaine, and brought in Trezeguet and and Alka and and you know we talk about like the new methodology of coaching like your peps and all that like he he was like that so he was so before his time all that, all that all that time ago all that time ago he was unbelievable so like when we went into like the first team we were technically sound we could we we could like read the game in terms of playing through lines and st- like he was just he was just revolutionary He was
2: amazing the thing is in the say my academy or whatever if three or four went on to have a career in the game you think fair enough it's, yeah it was a good age group but we're talking about international like Plenty of top, like, top plenty players, players. players Yeah. It, I, 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 the names you mentioned then, I would say that the worst at the at the long career at the championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. that's fucking
3: outrageous. Yeah, I'd say i of like say say we're saying 20 for round numbers, I'd say three didn't make it. The other 17 played minimum champ up to like World Cup.
2: Oh, well, well, Them really three nice, must have it? been shit, were not they? <laughs> 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 the thing is, it might not have been though, just might not have been as good as yeah, the other. Just, uh, it might just be unlucky. He, but
3: like even when we left, it was like like Luke Shaw and that batch started coming through it was like oh, yeah. they produced so many players so many players but I think what they did what they did really well is a lot of clubs would have like digs where you'd go and like live with a family like two of you we were all in this converted like bed and breakfast so you'd like there was 20 of us in in, in like this lodge and you're literally like a band of brothers you'd all be like watching EastEnders and and together and you were literally like just
2: cut it up on the sofa it was like so tight could that did that ever spill over into you know like working with each other every day and then living with each other at night? There must have been a bit a few times where you're thinking, "Fuck, just fuck off, mate." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, it mean, yeah, yeah. really is. Just fuck he off. Mate. He wants sw- what Eastenders. He wants to watch Emmerdale yeah. all, <laughs> yeah. all stuff. As you get as you Arguing, get older,
3: as you get older, as you know, there's a there is a lot of that. People think, "Oh, you must all be mates because you spend time together." You're like, you know, when you get those foreign managers, they bring you in every day. You're like, just give me Wednesday, Sundays off. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. I need like that mental break, but not then. Like then, 15, 16, they're like, do you know? What I mean, some lads are playing pool, some people are playing PlayStation, some are just like having a crack online or whatever. It was just honestly class.
2: Out of that group, then the players you mentioned, oh, were probably the biggest masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> So we all want to know. You, you, you were thinking the same thing, were <laughs> There must be one who were like, just leave it alone. The five-a-day man. Uh, yeah.
3: There's definitely one, but I'm
2: not naming, <laughs> uh, but I'm not naming names on that just one. Just tell us <laughs> it after. It's <laughs> Gareth in it. Uh, he's, yeah. also, he's, left, he's left by, Sam. He knows his when he was younger. Boy, he, right he bumped on. up all of a sudden, didn't he? He must have <laughs>
1: kept swapping.
3: <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a story about Gareth. Like, he, he technically got released at 15. And uh, they said to him, like, come back pre-season, play him with those. Remember the, uh, like the exit trials? Yeah. He was like, we get you fit and, you know, like, how you fight. He'd come back after summer. He'd fucking grown about six inches and he was rapid. And we were all thinking, Christ, he'd been on steroids over the summer. Like, what the? And he was just class through pre-season. They were like, yeah, tied
2: him down to a deal. So Southampton released Gareth Bale. He's gone away for the summer, obviously, worked his chuckies off, come back just to get fit, and they've gone, oh, fucking hell, we might've made a mistake here. Yeah. What a mistake that would have been. I know. Uh, I think he found his way eventually. Yeah. I think he's yeah, like yeah, good yeah. enough to find his yeah. way eventually. Yeah. But yeah. But he was never like
3: out of all of them, you wouldn't go, he's the one that's gonna like win whatever many Champions Leagues he's won. And you wouldn't have you wouldn't have said it then. But People develop at different times, right? Yeah, yeah. like you, you know, we had players that were like you know in the England squad and breaking into the first team and then just kind of a sh- bit fizzled out, maybe got overplayed. And you got others that just like salon racing, it's a fucking grand national, isn't it? No, at all.
2: You get any trouble, them digs?
3: Yeah, yeah. There's a few like little cheeky nights out where you you jump out the window, and uh, but Steve Wiggley was. He was, he, he knew everything. He had like spies everywhere. <laughs>
4: um,
3: it's quite funny. You know, you watch like class of 92 and people talk about Fergie, like that's what that's what he was like. You'd you'd drag it out of bars, or I remember, best, what, drag be- you out of bars? yeah, you drag it out of bars, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd literally get dragged out of, like KFC, like no, you don't do that. Like, he would know everything, any movement in in, in Southampton, he would know it. And he was dest- like, he just wanted us to do so well, and he just like good just keep us on the straight and narrow.
2: It's like, mad because the- at the time you think, what a wanger. Yeah. But he's actually doing it for your benefit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Oh, can you imagine just getting shots in or something like that? And you get set entrance. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Wood Street, Wood Street, KFC. Yeah, same. <laughs> Starts <Just laughs> he oh, comes and slides it off. <laughs> Fuck out. First dipping gravy. <laughs> I'm taking the gravy with us. Yeah, he was unreal. right. He was unreal. Were they pushing to get out on loan? Then is that what is that what their thing he was? Once you get to a level, go and play some games because
3: they were obviously in the Prem at the time. And it was i think my my first loan yeah I, I went back home actually It was my brother's birthday friday night and i got um i got a phone call uh saying oh um coventry want to take you on loan peter reed just, just spoke to peter reed you're you're starting tomorrow against rotherham so i went up there first game did really well i only played about, i only think played five games we played qpr one game got absolutely torn to pieces um at a, at a shocking game um and then i got a hernia went back had an op and then went on loan to bournemouth in League One. With Drizzy? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, he was he was he was brilliant. He was absolutely amazing for me. And I probably wasn't ready for the for the championship physically. I was I was quite skinny when I was a kid. And I went to League One. I think I was I was there I was at Bournemouth for about 12 games, scored five goals. Um he had just a class way of playing like total football. Just past teams to death really really enjoyed it that's probably that's why I went to
2: Doncast later on because because I just enjoyed working with him he was he was at the back end of Donny I think his head had gone a little bit but I bet you, yeah he was class to play for class bit of class. a weirdo in it like he wouldn't oh. speak he wouldn't speak yeah <laughs> he, he just mate so quiet flat
3: out alien but the thing is with Sean like I spoke to him probably about 18 months ago when I retired he, he knows he's a weirdo
0: like he's like I'm, Except I'm, I'm,
3: I'm tra- yeah, I'm training. Like I think he's, a, I think he's at Wolves. I don't know if he still is, but he was like, they all look at me like I'm an alien. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, you, like you but, but in terms of like attention to detail, the way he plays, um, we actually had a, a I don't know, if she was a psychologist, but along those lines at Doncaster because he knew that his weakness was to. Mm. To have conversations with players, so we brought that in and just said, "Listen, like anything you need to speak to, speak to speak to Claire." And the um, best movie ever did because, for me personally, like you could go in and talk to her and be like, "I'm frustrated about this," and like da 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 da. But the way they did it was so clever because I love having like responsibility on my shoulders. So so I'd like tell her this, tell her that, and then he pulled me on a Friday once. We were playing Sheffield United away. He said, "Oh, we're going to play a back three tomorrow." Um, and he got the, the, you know, the tactics board out. He said, you're going to play in the middle. I want you to do this, that. Now we went and worked on it on the Friday and we played Sheffield United away. We won that one nil. And then I seen the Claire on the, on the Tuesday and she said, oh, um, what did you think about the chat with Sean on Friday? I was like, what do you mean? She said, "Did he not pull you and like involve you in what he was going to do and, and kind of give you that onus to take leadership of it. I was like, class, I was like, yeah.
2: So you didn't realise what? Nah, he was didn't realise what? Nah. But mm. it was all being fed back. Yeah, and he was but doing like it for not your in, benefit.
3: Yeah, not in like you could talk to her about private stuff. She she wouldn't like telling tales. Do you know what I mean? But she was like, this player needs this. This yeah, player yeah, needs yeah. that. He needs an arm around him. He needs to give him rock out of the arse. You can take it. She went there when you were there. When you were. I think back then. Yeah, was I think she he? was. Yeah, because Eddie Howe was kind of Eddie. <coughs> I played under these... Eddie. Yeah, and he he was injured at the time I was there. Probably why they brought me in on loan. Um, really quiet. Yeah, I didn't really have... Because he was like, obviously getting treatment
2: and stuff. And but what I mean it. is he, he looked up the Rodriscoll as he oh, based yeah, his yeah. management style on him. Oh, 100%, yeah,
3: yeah. 100%. A lot of his like way of playing will be shown, 100%. Yeah. Why is, he not in, why is he not in the game now then? Like, well, he Sean. went to Liverpool, didn't he? He was assistant manager at Liverpool, wasn't he? Yeah. With was Brendan it under, Rodgers. Under Rodgers. Yeah. He should be in it, with
2: England. I think he did, yeah, he yeah. did go in, for England a bit, New didn't teams. he? But yeah, perfect New for teams. something like that. Yeah. Mm. Just getting players playing and that. I think that's great though, the, the clerk the the leader that you just, so that he can, because he obviously hasn't got the time to understand each individual no, player. It's not, and like, it's, the it's not the manager's job, is it? Or the coach's to job. They, they, they,
3: they want to they tr- get on the training field, right? And, and, and train tactics. It's like, Fuck, I don't really, like they're probably thinking, I'm not really bothered what's going on in your home life. But to get the best out of someone, you need to you need to engage them, right? You need to understand them. So if you look at like, you know, all the top clubs now, like I was speaking to... Um, well, I won't name his name he might want to get dug out, but I say dug out, but I was speaking to him the other day and he's working with someone similar and he's like, yeah, yeah, I get set homework. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, when I get home from training, I've got to like fill my sheets out and like,
2: you know, I've got my goals and I've got my three year plan and it's like a business. I think with O'Driscoll, I think it's, he's recognized that that's not his strength. No, I think that's what I was about to say. Yeah, a yeah. Fair play yeah, to him yeah. for thinking, well, I'm not just going to let it bob along. I'm going yeah, to do yeah, something yeah. about it. Yeah. So the, did Southampton get relegated while you while you were at Bournemouth?
3: Yeah, so the year I was at Bournemouth, they they dropped out of the prem. So
2: you are thinking, do you know what? I might have more of a chance at Southampton
3: yeah. with them going I, down. I, from a selfish point of view, yeah. i was thinking probably got a chance of playing next year. But Harry Rednett was a manager, and he didn't really like young lads, mm-hmm. so it was like, yeah, was that
2: the, like the Clive Woodward
3: period as well? Cl- yeah, Clive Woodward came in. It was really it was just so weird. Like you got Harry. Like Clive, you couldn't meet two polar opposite people. Um, and it was just like every time Clive would come on
2: the training ground, you could see how he was like, yeah. Understandably, and all, I think. Yeah.
4: You yeah.
2: know, yeah, if you're the manager and the manager for however many years he had been, and you've got the rugby manager coming in, like, like what the fuck? Yeah.
3: He tried, he brought in, he brought in this guy that was doing like some futsal training, Campbell saying, so We were kind of like between like Resi's or youth team and and first team, and we were doing like honestly, we were training like six times a day. We were doing like futsal at like six o'clock. Six times a day, it was insane. And he was like, "Well, rugby players like John, we're not fucking rugby players. Yeah, like we train once in the morning, then we have lunch and we sleep. All very, very weird. (laughs) Especially, especially after having like people like Gordon Strachan who like ran the club from top to bottom, Mm. and then
2: yeah, it was just a bit blurred lines." We were in the meeting, but never the other meeting where Harry outed him, out of Woodward or vice versa. Mate, you used to out him every day.
3: Do you know what I mean? You could see it, just be like, yeah. like Clive's got a story. Do you know, what I mean, <laughs> like, you know, like one of them, but like rolling his eyes type of thing. Oh, no. <laughs> and you're thinking that he's just won a World Cup. Like. But yeah, it was, it was just strange. It don't work, does it? Like bringing in people from a different
2: no. sport. <laughs> no, it's all. Football's a unique beast. But yeah, they've probably gone... <laughs> leadership route haven't they like yeah, team yeah, yeah. nice guy, Re- he's, really
0: done nice all
2: right. guy. Like, he's done alright he's done alright yeah well, it's a different sport <laughs> yeah <laughs> completely different sport. different sport altogether <laughs> yeah nice guy though and completely different animals and all yeah completely different people rugby players to footballers
3: so Did what you- happened when,
2: when, you, when you, get, you ended up moving on to,
3: to City so I'd I broke into Southampton's first team that year I, I, I'd literally played a handful of games um, and uh, Steve Wigley who uh, obviously I mentioned before, he was kind of like running the academy. He'd moved to Man City and was uh, Stuart Pierce, number two, right? So he um, he came in for me in the January transfer window. So you wait,
2: when you because like you said, you played a few games in the Championship and then you go into City. Do, do you know in your head that because it's almost like a I know you're going onto this big club, Man City. But is it almost like a step back? Do you think in where, how you're going to progress your career in terms of when your opportunity is going to come again yeah, to, to th- play first-team football? To be fair, at Southampton, as, as class as they were,
3: all the way to that point, the one thing that they proper fucked up on was like, I was playing in the first team on 350 quid a week at 17. And they, they offered me like 750 quid a week to stay. I'm thinking, I'm playing next to someone who's on 40 grand a week yeah. and I'm playing better than him. You're offering me 750 quid I can't even mm. fucking get to work do you know what i mean i can't even pay rent like obviously they they rent you an apartment it uh, looks actually like that but you're thinking that's not you, fair you've, yeah it's not fair so like i left leon left dexter left Theo left and it was just like you had that if you'd have kept that team for like four years you would have gone mm. could have gone on and done anything
2: i bet they have like had to pay more to replace these lads as yeah. well you're thinking, so it doesn't Who are you thinking you're bringing sense. in? That- Honestly, it was so frustrating. Like clubs just not finding that balance. Like we t- we talk about, you know, lads, young lads now getting paid ridiculous amounts, but yeah. just finding that balance where you're not taking the piss. But you just want them you know to want, to, to be fair, yeah. You, just you just want, want them to be fair, don't you? Yeah. And if I you're think think playing was, the first team, you you should be trapped like one. Well, and I think first the, team
3: player. The, the thing that's like kind of move the yardstick is is obviously City, Chelsea, team, people like that, they have almost like a B team of like loan players and it's, it just makes them so much money now. They Man. loan these players out, get it's like a, a two million pound low fee. It's like a money maker yeah. on its own. To be fair, the lad who, who who bought my house up in Manchester, he was like 18, not played, a, not played a first team game, but because of the whole like De Bruyne situation where they let him go and then he turns into one of the world's best players and they've let him go for like five million quid, they're thinking... We can't let him go because if he turns into De Bruyne, we're going to get so much stick. So they load him on
2: massive money. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? Because
3: there's a panic that they're going to go on and, and be the next But their,
2: their thought process is, is you only need one out of 10 Yeah. to come in and and, and play in your first team regular like and
3: Yeah, yeah. And,
2: he, and he's worth all the other 10, 15 grand a week that's gone yeah, to yeah, fucking he's, he's, Napoli. Or, uh, not Napoli. Fucking it's a lot more
3: than that though all, now. It's a lot more than that. Like what City are doing there, they're they they're B team players, mate, you would have never heard of would be on forty grand a week. Fact. And then and they'll never kick a ball for City. But they'll they'll learn the the loan, you know, the loan fees pay for them, for the wages. It's like a it's like a breeding ground.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if one of them comes through, it's happy days. Exactly, yeah. Without being too much like a stuck record, how are you with PS? Stuart, Stuart Pierce. Stuart Pierce
3: yeah just disappointed mate to be honest like obviously absolute legend you're a 96 you're like god this guy's like so much passion and he's just a wet blanket and like, I know people who are on this podcast have shared like, their opinion I just echo all of that really he was just so underwhelming like Joey used to mug him off every day every day just so underwhelming
2: so do you know how you knew Steve Steve Wigley yeah and he was his assistant yeah Were you not did he not think what's Stuart doing? Did you ever speak to him and like, any chance of But doing- even
3: Wiggs had changed. Like the thing that made Wiggs class was he was on you. Like on you. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't, if you did one thing wrong, he would be bollocking you. And as a young lad, you shit scared, aren't you? You yeah. just want to do everything right. So you just like got the reaction. And when I, when I went up there, he was like, hey, Mildy, you all right? Relax. Like, well, relax. And I'm thinking, well, this is weird. So do you yeah. not think
2: he were a big enough character to manage them players in that dressing room then? No. Nah. And even the assistant manager, were he not big enough and have enough balls about him to go, fuck off, Joey? Nah, No,
3: nah, honestly, like, I remember Joey got, he got on the England squad. And then the following international break, he didn't get 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 called out for England. And like uh, international squads there'd be about eight of us probably left behind because the rest are all internationals right we were doing like four v four or whatever you're just ticking over through the international break until you get your four or five days off and if like training was shit he would just take his bib off and walk in just chuck, like literally chuck it in his face and just walk in be like this is shit you so know, that's what no, so- he needed to
2: do with nige yeah. Fuck off Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. And then all yeah. the lads would be like, oh, he's got a bit, Stewie. Well that well, that's why probably why
3: he's adopted that that philosophy. He's probably seen something in his past where he thought, right, I need to stick a marker down. So I get it. I, I, I do, you know, as I got older, you, you try and process it. And I get it. But you you're thinking, you've you've lost a track, like you've lost but Joey was class. Like on a Saturday or a Tuesday, him and Richard Dunn were unbelievable for that club. Like they'd keep him mid-table. So it's like Fuck it, I do want to piss Joey off because if he sacked it, him. yeah, fucked. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? With, and but still, you know, chucking
2: mim- bib in your face and saying it's shit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad. Lines, didn't yeah, it was bad. We had Nadeem on and he said, basically Barton made his life a misery. Through mm-hmm. like, like like,
3: Nadem's or? Yeah, he just,
2: no, Joey Barton made Nadeem's life. He just didn't, I, got, I, I, get on with, I get on with Joey,
3: like one of the, one of my first training sessions at city, like we were, we were doing um, like seven a side or whatever. Keepers rolled, like rolled me the ball and i tried to make a forward pass. It got cut out and the opposition scored. Joey's just gone, right, fucking let him have it. Every time he gets it, he'll give us the ball <laughs> away. Do you know what I mean? I got the ball out of my feet. I was like, give it me again. Got the ball out of my feet, made a pass. And I just like give him a little wink. And he was like, yeah, I like that. Do you know what I mean? He's just testing you. Yeah. Like, I remember one time, you know, Ishmael Miller, big lad. Yeah, that's right, he, he, yeah. he was just on an Ish all the time, and Ish has is just snapped, just grabbed him, thrown him against the locker. Since that day, Joey didn't bother him. He was just, he would just test, you just test people. Push it, push it. You just push, push it. it, yeah.
2: So, did Joey not have a bash back then? He he was, he was a, think, have you seen a, a size fucker. of Ish? I, I know he's a <laughs> bit, oh, I didn't have a fight with him in the same, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let <laughs> <laughs> a, <laughs> <laughs> a fight with him in fucking circus, in fucking Manchester. I've never scared in my life. <laughs> he, vol- <laughs> he volunteered to go and hit him. I'm glad, I'm glad the lads going away. <laughs> <like> that. That's, <laughs> nice. That's why Joey didn't do me Yeah, I remember you coming over going, shall I go and hit him?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, were. "Fill your boots, Joey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right behind Joey. Right? Well, what well, kind what, of a hit well, were it? What <laughs> well, what? What kind of an hit were it? Like a, a slap? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Brownie's like that. Brownie's like gone, John. After you, yeah. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't remember what happened. He's a good lad. He came. To He's, yeah, yeah, lovely sound, lad. Yeah, well, yeah, but, yeah it was some. Uh, I can't remember what happened. But if you do this in his mail, right, I'm, 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 I don't want to fight her out. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we we'll cross paths, and that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shagging. <laughs> it's mad. That stuff just reminds you, right? When you said his name, I thought, thought we fucking had a fight with you. <laughs> were, were you. Was that the time when Barton was Drew? Barton had the, the cigar and all that stuff going on, and uh, that
3: just happened before I I got there. I was I, I was there for the whole Usman Dabo situation.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. So was don't that we,
2: him testing again? That's Can a we test. We put it down happened, to testing.
3: No, I don't think that was a test. It was. Yeah, it was. Ba- yeah, it was bad. Um, I say pretty innocuous but Joey's like one thing you can say about Joey is like you can't outwork him like you, you'll run after training you'll do like you know one of those leaders where you just think like if I'm doing it you've got to do it yeah. type of thing and it was just saying it was saying stupid we were playing five a side and uh, Joey's gone to like play one around the corner and us has left a bit on him nothing much but I think like I think you didn't enjoy playing with us, so they, they didn't get on. So the next time us has got it, obviously Joey's fucking left a little bit on him. So he's nibbled back. And then it kind of was like handbags. So training got cancelled. We were on the far pitch. So we're walking back to the building and, and, and us is in front. And I I just think it's all died down. Do you know what I mean? It's like fisticuffs, seen it a million times. Next minute he comes fucking running by me. Cracks him in the back of the head from behind. Us is down, flips him over, and he just goes to town on him. And then he just legs it, gets in the car, fucks off. Because I think this, so obviously he's French, and he, Us, this damn was like, like literally about three of the lads holding him. He was like, Ugh. he just wanted to rip his head off. He was a big booger as well. When oh, he massive, bar. mate. Yeah, massive. I won't
2: ever think about having a fight with Silva. <laughs> <Football. laughs> mate, what a guy, what a player. Wow. To be fair, shit-tapes you really, isn't it? Donkey punch from back, and then, yeah, then you get yeah, yeah. after.
3: Yeah, it was. It oh, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't I imagine it hurts your hand a bit if you hit something back at it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, but like but the thing with again, like I, 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 I really like Joey. So like, but he's just got this. He's just got this red mist, Switch, and when yeah. it snaps, the thing is like I'll speak. If you speak to him a week later or the next day, and he'd be like, I literally don't remember it. Don't remember it. Ben Thatcher is like that. You know, like the tackle on mm. Mendes. I remember when he done that and I, I wasn't in the squad so I was upstairs and he came in the changing room I've gone down and he's gone never a red and I'm looking and thinking and then he just took the geese's head off like I'm, and, and I'm like mate turn the TV on and he was like that's not how Maybe. I remember it it's just that red mist in that moment you just
2: frightening that innit though yeah fuck me yeah not being able to remember I've to buy it and a mist off. fucking Ishmael i been in trouble <laughs> 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 i his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't. People listening, this probably think they were just coming out to bash Barton, but it's just good to get different opinions, isn't it? No. it uh,
3: I've got a lot of time for him. I think what what he does, and, and you'll you'll see it from like uh, the older guard to the new generation. He just wants to test you. If, so, if, if you pass that test, he's here for it. And and like I said, no one can out-train him. No one could have like done all like live their lives better in terms of being a professional
2: so in your opinion then enjoying wickam do you think there was a benefit to that in testing people I love people it people coming out the other end
3: yeah 100% I'm here for it like for me or otherwise it because it becomes too easy ozy. and then I noticed it if, when, you're in, when you're in an environment that's not like that people then like drift out of the game and go oh i don't know why i didn't make it Mm. or like they'll go on so far and then they'll go yeah you're getting released it's like why didn't you tell me a year ago that i wasn't doing something right like get on my back about it until i did get it right and i could have maybe you know stayed longer or had a better career so Mm. if anybody in general life you know if if it's if it's work if a test comes along you got two options don't you either crumble like a pack of cards or you go right let's fucking have it how am i going to
2: get through this Mm. No, you like, that your mentality. philosophy going forward as well? Do you think, like, because obviously as a captain, uh, other clubs would you test test people? Yeah, that's why. No, no player.
3: No, I can't imagine as many players that played with me that liked me.
2: Just because you were relentless, like.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that for you? I, I used to see the lads. Like, obviously, I've seen Weets on the podcast. Great lad absolute banner. I couldn't do it on a day to day I couldn't do it I was like that's us fucking take it serious like and it was it, for a lot of people it was like fucking chill out mate just having a laugh but mm. it's just the way I had to well it was the way I thought I had to be because I thought if I at 15, 16 before I got a, a kind of contract I wasn't you know the cream of the crop oh he's gonna be the next big thing I, there was always people that were better than me so I spent my whole time trying to get in front of them do you know what I mean so I, I couldn't Couldn't just relax. And do you think that
2: made you better? If you know you're going to be battering for, you know your standards had to be there, or you'd not really got in the position to batter for. If you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's like you know, you come in at half time or whatever. And if somebody's not doing their job, what do you want to do? Just sit there and let it happen? You're
2: gonna fucking tell them. But you've got to be doing your own job to be in a
3: position to yeah so, of course of course and more often than not I was and the manager would like be like right let fucking Millsy deal with it for a bit and then I'll go in and do my team talk but obviously it pushed me away from the lads but if I felt if I felt it was for the benefit of the group like we played we played Ipswich away for Knott's Forest and we'd been for a bit of a tough time Ben Osborne um, uh, had come into the team younger, younger younger lad played up front with Britt on the night we won the game and we'd, we'd like, we weren't on a great run. We were like mid-table coming. It's like Christmas time. We've come in the change room after the game and like everyone's buzzing. I'm like, sit the fuck down. What the fuck are we buzzing off beating Ipswich away on a Tuesday night when we're fucking 15th or whatever we're in the league, 12th in the league? I didn't fucking want anything.
2: Yeah. We
3: got a game on Tuesday, like sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Do you know what
2: I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I must admit though, I'd probably want to look like... Have a day off, Millsy. Yeah, 100 <laughs> Mate, no, 100. Just being honest. I'm not. Like, fucking
3: no, mate, listen, 100%. Like I've met lads since I've retired and like gone for drinks with them and I've openly said sorry. Like, sorry I was like, like that. You probably didn't enjoy spending. And they're, they're like, we've had, you know, good chats and it's like, yeah, actually, you're right. I'm not a Dick, <laughs> but no, I knew that. But I was fine. I was, I was actually fine with that because I was, I wasn't there to make any friends. I wanted to win your own shit. Yeah. But that's
2: it. There's different individuals way are dealing with things isn't it. Of course, and, and it wasn't probably wasn't or
3: probably till I got older that I started to realise. Yeah, that's fine. Just like if that's what they need to do, and I need to do my own thing. Probably calm down a little bit.
2: Well, I think it was Marlon's one that we spoke about what players need to do to
3: get the best out of themselves, mm-hmm. and that was yeah.
2: obviously our way, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I, I kind of got programmed to thinking that was that way. Looking back on it, was it the best way? Don't know. I think I'm massively underachieved in my career, maybe if I had done it a different way, I would have had a better career. I remember having a conversation with Mark Warburton when he came to forest. We were doing 11 a side once and um, Jamie Ward was playing right wing and he's like jumped out of shape, gone to press the fullback. He's got popped round. They've gone down the wing, crossed it and scored. So I've turned, I've gone, like, fucking, what are you doing? Like, stay in your shape. Like, why are you running off there? And he's like, fucking, Paul's come in the box, fucking edit or whatever. Like, have a, a you know, a bit of a, back. and you get in the change room and you're like, <laughs> like having a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause it's on the training ground. Gaffer calls me to his office and gone, you can't do that. I went, what? He said, you can't be digging people out like that and like swearing and all this type of stuff. And I was like, Gaffer, you winding me up? He said, I'm just downstairs having a laugh with him. Like, it's not. no. It's no it. And he's like, yeah, but we've got young players in the team, Matty Cash, they're going to be looking at you. And if that's the example that you're setting, they're going to think that that's, that's normal. And I'm like, isn't it normal? Yeah, I think. And like mm-hmm. that's where football for me changed a lot. Like my game was very aggressive, very demanding. And it's I'd say it's gone soft, but it's, 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 just gone, it's just gone a different way. And that's when I was a bit like, I'm not sure this is for me.
2: anymore mm. but I think you need that mix don't you I mean every every ultra successful club has got one of them players in it yeah know. and with the all Roy the pundits Gaines, on, yeah. on Sky now were saying they're too nice to each other they're normally oh, digging mate, each other out
3: 100% for me for me modern, modern managers don't want leaders
2: want to be in control of themselves
3: yeah. I think I think it, yeah it was it was um, Warburton he, he one of his first chats you know when a come, manager comes in and trying to make impression he said uh talking about Pochettino when he first went to Tottenham, writ on the whiteboard, fit in or fuck off. And basically, mod- for me now, modern managers, because they're so ta- 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 like tactically good, it's almost like I'm going to ask a player that as a right back, you're going to run 13K a game. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You've got to be able to. If you don't do it, I'll fucking get rid of you and I'll bring somebody in that will. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want your opinion. It was mm. almost like, you know, when we were doing like meetings, he's like, anybody got anything to say? It, sometimes I knew the answer, but I knew someone next to me didn't. So I'd be like, Gaffer, just uh, on that point, are you saying this, that, and the other? Not for me, because I knew it, but I knew my teammate didn't. So I'd always question things. Sean O'Driscoll, always ask a question. Question me. Why am I doing this? Like, he would love to have those conversations. Uh, ask Where, me a
2: question and Glad will tell you the answer. <laughs>
3: yeah. whereas, whereas modern managers are like... Are you are you questioning? Are you questioning me? Mm. Are you questioning what I'm doing? So for me, I was just like, this is not the environment I want to be in. I want to be in progressive, <laughs> challenging, like environments.
2: I like that. Mm. Fitting fit or 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 fuck or fuck off,
4: fuck off. Yeah, yeah. For well, a lot I'm of managers, it well I'm
2: sure it works. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in the group later. <laughs> yeah, <in. laughs>
4: fitting off, oh, fuck off. John, <laughs> shit again. I'm
2: it's off No bother. I'm off. off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like
3: it, Donny? I loved it, Donny. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. So, um, I got into the first team at Man City, I remember David Chelsea, played against Wigan and then found myself back on the bench. But in fairness, Richard Dunn, Sylvan Distan, Mika Richards was coming through, Needham. It was like, yeah, fair enough. They're, they're better. Um, and then I was going to go on loan to the championship to Preston, but then Donny came in who were in league one, um. I remember we went to we were away at Sweden in pre season and it was like me, Joe Hart, Mika, Ishmael, Caswish Michael, like like that little like our, our little clique. And I was like, lads, I'm going to go and loan at Donny. And they were like, what? You're going to go to League One, like, and play for Donny? I was like, yeah, I just want to go and play some games and I like the way Sean plays. So fuck it, I'm going to go. Went there. First season, we beat Leeds at Wembley in the playoff final. Loved it. Great year.
2: Mm. Did you know? I just wanted to play football. Did mm. you know you? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm signing permanent now. So After that long, long running running the team, yeah, winning, yeah. winning promotion.
3: I went back pre-season. I think Mark Hughes managers had changed again. Mark Hughes took over. We went away pre-season to Austria. Like couldn't even fucking get a game against the waiters of the of, of, the, of the restaurant. Do you know what I mean? I, just, mm. I wouldn't get a, that oh, far away. Yeah, that far away. Um, and, and obviously, you know, we were bringing in like Rubinho... Chaluca and it was just like and i need to get off so without being disrespectful to donny you know we'd got into the championship and i thought this is a great stepping stone go play for a year in the championship because to that point i hadn't really played consistently obviously i played 46 games for donny got promoted but i thought if i go there in the champ play well um you know anything can happen mm. so i signed on a, i think i signed for 300 grand i think they got it negotiated into the loan move that if i did well they could sign me so i went there for 300 grand signed a three-year deal and after 10 months running bought me for two and a half million so it's good business for donny it's good for you brilliant brilliant for me and i was playing so
2: really it just worked out perfectly as, just it perfect. as as yeah, really when you were sat in Australia, with, with the rest of the lads
3: yeah yeah, pretty much. Obviously, I, I could have stayed at City and, and maybe fought for my place and this, that and the other. But then all of a sudden, you could be 22. You've not played a league game. Like, you've barely played any league games in your life. I thought there comes a point where you've got to go out. Like, this is why I don't understand young lads now at, at Premier League clubs. Yeah. Go go on loan. Go and play. If you're not good enough, go, you know, go and get a job. Mm. If you are good enough.
2: <laughs> 15 in or fuck off. Fit in
3: fuck off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's right, though. It? That's, the, that's the problem with the young kids now. They don't want to do it. No, the problem the, zone.
3: The, the problem you've got with young lads now is they're getting paid like <clears throat> even, if, even if it's like an, like an alright player at 18 they're getting 10 grand a week and they're thinking why do I want to go to Doncaster get, tra- get changed in a portal cabin and play against Carlisle away when I'm sat here getting my a la
2: carte food And I'm on 10 grand a week. Fair enough, I'm stopping at (laughs) City. Do do, do,
3: do you know what I mean? That's that's, that's what I do. Fuck Carlisle, I'm fucking
2: stopping at City (laughs) making some scram.
3: The thing is, John, you know what it's like, mate? When they get released after two years and all of a sudden you look on a CV, if you're a manager and you go, right, he's 22 and he's played for for Man City's reserves or this 22-year-old who's playing in League One and ripping it up. Mm. If I'm a champ club, I'm taking him. Because he's been out there, he's played
2: men's football. He's probably ready, isn't he? Was that Rice Forest bid for you? Bid the same amount as Redding?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I went down to City Ground and uh, had a meeting with Billy Davis and uh, interesting guy. Um, but I just thought something's not right. And then I went down to Redding. <laughs> as it turns out, I don't really like the guy at all, but Brendan Rogers just spammed me the best line ever. And I was just like, this guy's unreal. So I ended up signing for Redding. Sold the dream? Sold, Yeah, sold me the dream, yeah. Why did you not end up liking him? gobshite mate like phew, he talks the best game ever great coach to be Is effective. this what
2: you were saying before about people can talk a, a yeah
3: oh god if you interest. got Brendan in now it will give you a presentation and it will give you it in Spanish yeah. one time we had a team meeting started speaking Spanish not one Spanish player in the room we were like what is fucking going on here yeah, he's he's like David Brent out of the office. <laughs>
2: he's, he's, he's a strange character. That is true super cunt cool material, isn't it? Yeah. Mate, literally. Remember, you, <laughs> that's, even, that, that's even bigger cunting than him having a portrait of his silver bomb Oh, By the way, I
3: advocate that and saying he's a great coach.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Coach.
3: Yeah. The it's way working he want- for a
2: minute. Whatever he's doing,
3: it's fucking working for him. No, he's good. He's a good coach. Uh, the way you wanted to play just didn't suit the players that we had at, at Reading. And I said to him, I went to his office, I said, I get you want to try and play this way. I've just come from Doncaster. We were like called the Arsenal of the North. Like, I, we can play. This team can't play. But what you've got is two rapid wingers, Shane Long that are running behind. Just get it wide. Stick it in behind. Like, we, we, you can be effective. And he didn't want to move away from Slossi. And obviously, he went after six months.
2: Well say what you got sat early, didn't he? Yeah, didn't work. I think that
3: this is a this is a good story. So I signed, I'd had a knee up in the summer, and the and the physio uh, surgeon was like, Don't train over the summer. You just go back to pre-season. He said you'll you'll be a little bit unfit, overweight, whatever, but your knee will be right for the rest. So when I signed for for Reading, I was overweight, I needed to get fit. Started the season, I only played three games, scored on my debut. And then he brought in a lad from Celtic. I didn't play again. Played three games under him. And uh, one time I went to see him and I was like, Gaffer, we are bottom of the league. And oh, no, I can't get a sniff of playing here. No word of a lie. He's gone like that Gucci belt. I shit you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, anything else? I was like, yeah, nice about that, mate. <laughs> but we're bottom of the league. I can just picture it. He's he's so he's so here for the lifestyle, mate. Like in terms of like.
2: I'm, oh, I'm just having a feeling what his thought process were. What, what God, are we hoping to guy. achieve? Do you know the the, the the Spanish meeting? Did he just? Yeah. D- did he did he say anything afterwards or were it just much as gracious and what? <laughs> <laughs> Mate,
3: he was literally talking like this and then just went, oh, just at <laughs> so, and then we get the ball down line. we were all just like, is he just had a?" Like,
2: <laughs> so it was just like yeah, a seizure or something? I love <laughs> so that <laughs> like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> just realized, sat in the meeting like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, <laughs> well, so we right? just chucked like a paragraph in Spanish and then carried on in English. Yeah, just a sentence, yeah. And we were all like, in the wow. change rooms, like,
3: did my ears deceive me or did you just start speaking a different language halfway through that fucking meeting?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but his attention to detail, like I said, when you go in his office, like his session plans, you would write it all in Spanish. Like his session plans. <laughs> he'd write it in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he knows. Like, I'm, 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 I'm telling you now, you, you get him in a room at the new Camp, he's getting the job. The oh, way yeah, he speaks Spanish. Spanish, yeah, What Yeah, 100%. Because obviously Marino was like, got onto him, like you need to learn Spanish, you need to learn Italian. Like, if you're going to be a Champions League manager, you can't sign someone from Spain and not speak the fucking same language as them. So he, he, he was prepping for this since he was like 28, which fair play to him, like you, you can't knock his work rate. Mm. He just doesn't need to speak Spanish when there's no fucking Spanish. Language. No,
2: I mean, <laughs> that's a bit of a pointless exercise, really. What a fella, man. He's got. <laughs> I, I love him. <laughs> just I tickled wish. us. I don't. <laughs> so he got he got sacked after six months and then who came in? Brian
3: McDermott. So they kind of like recruited from
0: Within. inside yeah. the
3: building. So kinda of like obviously Coppola had done really well. Brian was was head coach. Was he good in? Class.
2: Yeah, class. Man. I just remember like, being surprised it, at how well he did that. He looks yeah. a little bit yeah. like so the he's he yeah. does look like a bus driver, <laughs> not, not a manager. You know, he he's, a, he's having big coat on there in his bins, yeah. his bald He looks like he were a, a bus driver. He had
3: a great coach, Nigel Gibbs, who yeah. do all the sessions. And he was just, he was like a man manager. Do you know what I mean? You know, you've done the warm-up, you've done boxes, and then he just kind of like comes out the office and comes walking across. He's one of those, just a just a man manager. It's like, what 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 do you need? Like, if you're running 100 metres, it takes you 15 seconds. Are you going to run the 100 metres. Well, yeah, ish. If, you're <laughs> gonna, if you're going to run the 100 metres and you've got 10 hurdles in front of you, that's going to take you a, a minute, 50. What, what he, Brian was classed at, it's just, you just remove the hurdles. You'd just be like, like, if that's an obstacle, get it out of the way. Let him run because he's a good player. And he just was classed at doing that. Kept it simple. So simple. Sport just like, English yeah. for a start. <laughs> that's a big start, isn't it? And we had, we had, we had good players to play in, in a certain way. And for me, if you're a manager, you've got, say, if you go and get the job somewhere tomorrow, you, you've got this philosophy that you've been working on. But then you turn up and you're thinking, the players can't do this. For me, a good manager goes, right, what have I got? Over time, you might try and get, get to that. But you have to go, right, what have I got? Because I need this football's a results game, right? If you've got him up front, you ain't going to ask him to keep coming short. Are you? You're going to be like, get the ball wide and get in the box. He's massive. And he's going to win his headers and score shitloads of goals. You don't start getting him to do, I don't know, what Sterling does. It ain't gonna happen. So you need to play with your, and if over time you want to play that Sterling way, you end up probably going and you sign somebody mm. who can do it. But then mm-hmm. that's what Brian did. He looked at the players he got and thought, right, Joby McEnough, Jimmy Kevay, get the ball wide, leave them. 1v1, just run at the f- fall back and cross the ball. Easy.
2: See. Si. See, si, seniors. senor. Si. What happens when you give the, uh, the crowd the finger? The bird. Yeah. Yeah, the famous
3: Redden story. Um, I, just, I guess a bit of frustration from my side, a bit of immaturity. But so that that whole situation happened with Brendan. We we were bottom of the league. Brian came in. We were, on a, we were on a decent run, finished mid-table. No, yeah, the season after, Christmas time, I think we were like 15th. And then from Christmas to the end of the season, we lost one game in 22. We were on this ridiculous run to get in the playoffs. And we would, we were playing QPR at home. We were top of the league. We just won like 10 on the bounce. And I've just gone to like play a pass, like a long pass. And it went out of play. And there was like a few groans from the, from the crowd. And you're thinking, yeah, all right, fair enough, bad ball. Got the, got the ball again. And the same pass was on. So I thought, I'm playing it. So I've played it. I've overcooked it. It's gone out of play. <laughs> so, so like a big fucking groan's gone up from the crowd. So I've, I'm thinking, wait there. We were bottom of the league. Fucking a year ago. Now we've won 10 in 10. So I was just like, fuck off.
2: Yeah, so I flipped the bird in there. Did you go two fingers or one? One. Yeah. It's harder, don't know. Was it? Was it just a secret one or a. No, no. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. one. Yeah. It was. You know, Susie did it, though, did you think. Did you think, fuck? No. I might have messed no, up
3: with no, you. No, because I was just thinking, I was just thinking, like, are you winding me up? Like,
2: if you're bottom of the league, fair enough, but if you...
3: Yeah, we, we were like on this like charge and I'm thinking like, so anyway, did that. And I remember walking, as you go like down the steps at uh, majeski to go into the change rooms, I just walked through, volleyed the door, like put a massive hole in the door. And I just sat down and I was like, Fuck, are, they trying- are they winding me up? Like, sure, there are fucking fans. Why are they booing me for trying to play a pass? Like when we just won ten on the bounce, it's nil nil. By the way, we went on to game. We were, we went on to win that game one nil. And at the end of the game, they're all singing. Let's all do the Milsy, Let's all <laughs> do the Milsy, Which
2: has come kind of a little bit of a kind of a cult song. To be fair though, mate, you had fucking Shank to play. Actually. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hor- horrific passes as well. <laughs> I think I you. Oh yeah, yeah they were bad passes. <laughs> but I remember going on the Monday and Brian was like, "Listen, like you can't do that." But he said, "I you know I think." With the way you're playing and like the passion you show, he you said like they'll they t- turn around. You just need to make an apology. And at the time, I was like, nah, am I like, fuck? And he was <laughs> like, like, I might have to find you two weeks' wage. I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 we don't write the letter. We don't write letter. He to was it. brilliant though, like Brian. yeah. He was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, unbelievable. What were the fans like? Were you after? Yeah, class. So yeah. they are all doing about. the mills. No, they they were they were class. <laughs> but then when I left and went back, every time I went back was like horrific the first time I went back it was like proper intimidating because they they were on me like and then it, over the years it just become like a bit of a joke really mm.
2: what did yeah. why was it was it on bad terms or no so we left? lost.
3: we lost so I was obviously captain we lost the playoff final I mean I was 24 and I'm thinking like it's just, what, you know it's just a massive game you're thinking fuck if we win this captain in the Premier 25 mm. nobody wanted to win that game more than me do you know what I mean And then we didn't, and then the offer came in from Leicester. I didn't necessarily want to go, but the club at that time under Majeski, they had like a policy, whatever you want to call it, that each year they tried to recruit 5 million quid in sales. So like the year before Gilfie Sigurdsson went to Hoffenheim for 7 million. And then that 5 million basically just rolls in and pays the budget for the year. So it got to the end of the year and it's like the offer had come in. I wasn't fussed about going, but the club were like, we kind of need to sell you to yeah. roll it in. Um, as it turns out, I ended up going and Shane Long went to West Brom or Hull or somewhere for like seven million quid. So I probably, I, I could have stayed, but, and the fans, obviously, they, they don't know that the club are saying, listen, we need to take this fee to mm. roll it in. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he's fucking jumped ship and all this stuff. And you're like, well, not really.
2: It's a good job they didn't know you're on ten percent of the transfer fee. So <laughs> <not. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing would have been. Were there other clubs interested as
3: well? Celtic, Wolves, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. and 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 Leicester were the were the three that were like Wolves at the table. Prem then, yeah, yeah. Decisions. It was close, to, like I know, but the thing with the, with the with the Wolves deal was they're in the Prem, and they said, right, we'll offer you this. But if we get relegated, it's a 50% cut. Whereas Leicester were offering me more than Wolves and said, if you go up, it's a 50% increase. Oh, well. So I was like... It's a big challenge,
2: isn't it? It's a new, good new challenge. And though. guess, yeah. and guess you what? It's no telling to me that big one. And guess what and happened the the players that they were signing as well. They got promoted after the year after you left? No, no I mean, to Wolves. They got oh. relegated. Yeah.
3: So I think if I'd have signed a four-year deal there, I'd have been like, cut 50% and back in the champ.
2: Mm. And That's you must like have fun. thought at the time that... It- Signing for Leicester, there's a blue really good chance yeah. of it going
3: up. Yeah, I mean, like, the, you know, the owner, it was they were never not going to do well. I mean, maybe not win the Prem well, but they were never not going to get out of the champ because mm. of the money they were spending. You, you know football, you spend money, you get the best players, you get promoted, it's pretty mm. simple. They, they were always going to go up.
2: Did you have uh, Did you have much to do with him then, the owner? Uh, when we used to come into the training ground and all that.
3: Yeah, more, more top. More top, his son. But um, yeah, him and Sven and pretty bizarre. But I can just
2: imagine him being like class Sven, like you know, just to, yeah, be, just to be around, not not, <laughs> not the football bit and all. You'd have loved the pre-season trip to uh, Stockholm. So he took yeah, oh, mate, absolutely stag do. Yeah.
3: And he's just surrounded by eighteen-year-old like blonde bombshells like all week.
2: How does he do it? How does he do it? We'd be on his <laughs> <straight> guns, wouldn't <laughs> we? you i spread lad. All the lads, would the lads just be like, looking for knockdowns, <laughs> lad. I mean, you wouldn't think you'd be going for Sven and Exton's knockdown, would you? <laughs> 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 looks a bit like that cunt off back to the Future, doesn't he, <laughs> Doc Brown? Yeah, looks a bit like. A, I <laughs> think he looks like Monty Burns. A better, yeah, yeah. a better dressed fucking Doc. <laughs> so it's so oh, it's it just loads of we're not we're skimming off with it, so <laughs> so friends just covered in Doris's. Oh yeah, you're dripping mate, honestly, in
3: like the staff were like desperate to get home because it was like it was like they were out every night, so the players were like, Well the staff are out, so like they ain't gonna know if we go out. So he we went out and I remember one training session, <laughs> Paul's gone to Richie Wellings, gone straight under his foot, and it was like just, training was just off. The lads were just paralytic, like.
2: if you can't drink and train. But I, but it actually pissed train. me off to be fair. Oh, just that's so that's, just good. That,
3: that, this was another thing that like with the Leicester thing it was like I was like I've signed here to get fucking promoted everyone's on the piss all the time like take it serious and it was like fuck off Millsy. I get that oh, I get that I do get <laughs> that you a fucking <laughs> yeah, double, <but laughs> double bird from me by the time I was like I've moved here like I'm 24 like I'm desperate to play in the prem and we, we're stopping training
2: because
3: yeah. people can't fucking stand up
2: I imagine Ben Marshall were one of them because obviously we had him on and he. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Not get on. Oh, just for that reason? That no, he was, I, I
3: don't he, think Ben was there then. I don't think we signed until the the January. No, I think he just come in and and the lads have already. I'd already ostracised myself, and he yeah. he was with the lads, and you know what it's like it's like he's a prick. It's like all right, yeah. He's good. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I didn't really have, much, I
2: didn't have much, <laughs> much to do with him. Hi, this is Steve. This is Nigel. Oh, he's a prick.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Move well, on. But it's, that's what it's like, isn't it? You know, There's a group of twenty lads going. He's a dick, and one lad going. Like you're right. He's like, well, they all think you're a dick, so I'm, yeah, I'm gonna jump on. Did the get To get to you that
2: though? Like you said, like because you, like you seem you've been
3: ostracized by all the lads. Yeah, but it wasn't their. It wasn't necessarily their fault or my fault. It's just the way it, the way it played out. Like Richie, Wellens, Galley, that were all in there. They're like Richie's like one of my really close friends. I was at Donnie with him. Like it was just circumstantial. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't. It wasn't personal on my side. I think if I met him tomorrow, I'd want to have a beer and
2: probably laugh about it. But. I'd like to think that you reciprocated
1: yeah. it's
3: one of
2: them in the change room and it, like if the lads are having a mess about and whatever you're like fuck off you busy cunt just leave us alone you know what I mean yeah. I think you can see that it's, probably it's not personal it's just I'm still thinking about Sven draped an 18 year old fanny 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 <laughs> you're writing it for a piss <laughs> So were you glad, glad to get away from Leicester?
3: Yeah. It just, there was, there was no way forward. So um, mm-hmm. like I said, I just wanted, to, at that time as well, I just wanted to play football. So it was like, to be honest, I didn't try to clog my head up with it. It was just one of those, I'm going to go away for the summer. Like, that's what your agent's there for. Like, just yeah. try and get me out of here. Yeah. Sort of, sort of solution.
2: Can't imagine from what you've said thus far and what we've heard about Owen Coyle, that he'd be your kind of manager. <laughs> no um, <laughs> just a straight no no do
3: you want me to expand on that uh, <laughs> as a guy like really nice guy he was just he was just fun time Frankie wasn't he and like you, you you wanted to go there and again you know wanted to do well and it was just like never did shape didn't didn't know what the person next to you was going to do and it's like for me that's just a nightmare like I need my manager it's like got a real real sh- straight way of playing and um yeah it's just a holiday camp really and and, and that didn't really didn't really work for me to be fair
2: could you see why you've been successful at burnley well i asked my i asked myself that question very question john
3: (laughs) and uh, yeah i was like how the fuck um but but when you actually like speak to people because i actually wanted to find out how he he mentioned the fact that he had like clark carlisle cordwell that were like serious pushing the lads and they ran the dressing room so coily was like the fun time, like light touch, keeping things, and he knew that like those senior pros, and source everything out, would, would, would just like keep everything like professional.
2: So he had, they had the right, they had the right mix. join apart, yeah. wonder if that's why he signed you to, to be possibly mm-hmm. that type of yeah, possibly character in the changing room. Yeah,
3: what when Pearson's bad mouthed me about like I am? He's thought actually that's what I need. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you no know, yeah. mate. Honestly, like God knows, yeah, yeah, possibly. He's probably recognised that he needs somebody to keep the lads in check and whatever and don't that's it. not really. That, that is, I don't think that's really a player's the player does do it but it's not he's his job to him do it or, is it like you say whipped, that's what like say how was he successful at Burnley that was how well well I yeah, am it might be huh? so you didn't get on the doorknobs. you didn't get on the the fizzy pops
3: no no it was like Krispy Kreme Friday wasn't it on the way to <laughs> yeah no it was it was and for some people like like weeks you've had on here, like you know, great lad, but like working together was tough because we were just completely opposite. Yeah. But for him, like he needed that. It was like I don't, I don't, I don't need to stress the pressure. I'm going to relax, and because that's what Corley's like tactic was. It was like right, if we, you can you can imagine him saying to his staff, right, if we get the Krispy Kremes on and we get the Iron Brews, like they'll have a crack and they'll relax. They won't be worried about tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, we're professionals. Like.
2: It needs to be a bit more so, than that.
3: Some people need that, like pressure and that. Fucking, you know, we got a game tomorrow. Again, that's like, what that's how
2: what we've heard about Owen Coyle as a player. That he was relaxed and so he's yeah. just he's just identifying what he needed as a player to yeah. be relaxed and chilled yeah. out. And again, it's different characters, isn't it?
3: No, no, it's that, exactly that. Like if I was a manager, I'd probably drive some players mental, like fucking doing shape again. Whereas, like you said, as a player, he was like off the cuff. <laughs> he's yeah. a good player as well when you join in training and that like quite funny, but he was off the cuff right. So he's thinking right, let's just keep it off the cuff, and that's what make, will make people play well. I'm not thinking we have got all different types of personalities here. We need to like adapt or even have a right hand man who's like takes certain parts of training to get right lads focus. Now we're doing shape like yeah, you know. fuck
2: about. We're all in a bit. But we did <laughs> honestly
3: on, on a Friday. You know you'd wear a fancy dress if you got. If you got voted the week before, so you'd go out and you would do like, you'd have to like, had a, uh, uh, like a goal with no netting. And like the, it was like, you know, like tunnel ball, you do tunnel ball and then the person at the rock back would like run to front. You got to like do two kick ups, kick it over the bar and do two kick ups, catch it, take it to the front line. And if you were like, if you lost on the team before you got voted like shit player on a Friday, you'd have to come out and dress as Batman and do like the warm
2: up on Friday do- as Batman. <laughs> <on> Friday. Do- <laughs> I've just, 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 want- just got fucking Rodney Trotter and Delboy running down and treating me. I'm just thinking about you in that inflatable turkey trying to kill. I bet he was really good at it as well,
3: Coyle. Yeah, like when you'd he, always join your training, you'd like, half the training sessions, you're thinking, he's only putting this on for him. Like it was like crossing and shooting, ball coming, like, score, you'd be
2: run off, Coyle! Like,
3: you're thinking, he's only doing this for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, think,
2: I have to think that's classic. Honestly, like, I like, prefer him to Brendan. <laughs>
3: mate, the, phys- the physios would like be like, massaging the lads on a Friday, Coyle would be walking through like that, and he'd be like, whatever the physio's name is, John, would be like, John! Like they'd go and play head tennis in the gym. You think we've got a game tomorrow? Fucking, where's the masseuse? Fucking to play head tennis with Coyle in the gym. Did he have a strong assistant? Somebody there. Nah,
2: who, nah. That's where he's fucked up then, isn't it's it? Just surely? a drinking partner.
3: He mm. mm. needed
2: somebody to keep the lads yeah. a bit of discipline or something.
3: Oh, it's like it's like um, it's like prison. Like the the inmates are rolling a roost. It was carnage. See, I'd love that, mate. And
2: yeah, some players, you, some players will, will love it.
3: Prison. I get
2: that. You've got to get the right characters, aren't you? Like you said, to, to yeah. balance it. Was it freedom after that then?
3: And then Doggy come in. You're talking like polar opposites. Yeah. You, you like if he sticks out five poles in a row and you're going through him and you touch one, it's like he's having a mental breakdown. It's like don't touch a poles. Do you know what I mean so? It's like from one extreme to the other. Um, but you almost preferred that extreme, though. Hundred percent. It was like I knew what I was doing. I could fucking sleep at night. Some <laughs> some managers, you're you're literally on a Friday thinking, what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow? I have no idea. Whereas, doggy, you knew exactly what was happening. Did you always win? Of course, you don't always win, but you're never going to win every single game. But at least you had a really set game plan, and you knew what. And for, for me, it was like centre half can see the whole game. I could talk to people. I mean, no, don't do that. Like, that's not the right time or whatever. So he was like very, very detailed. I must I admit, I was
2: surprised I'm, he didn't do, didn't
3: do too well there But Mate, the club was fucked. When, mm. I, si- when I signed mm. for the club, I think Johan Armando was on 60, just gone. You had Chris Eagles and uh, Zach Knight and a few players from the Prem. But after that first season, we missed out on playoffs on goal difference. And you're signing players for like 40, 50, 60 grand a week. In the champ, after that first season, we're signing players for like five grand a week because the chairman just pulled the plug.
2: Just we just sold the, the dream again. No, because am I no, right I, saying that I wasn't twelve that, players were released just after you signed?
3: Yeah, yeah, that that wasn't ideal, but I, I wasn't sold the dream. Yeah. I like no, like I didn't get the whole spiel. It was me more me thinking they've just come down from the prem, they got parachute payments for three years, they're going to be strong. I didn't know the owner wanted to get rid of the club and his family want out Mm because their inheritance is getting spent. So after the first year when we didn't go automatically up it was like fuck this. He's pulled the plug. We're signing players no disrespect on like four or five grand a week and you're looking around and you're thinking we ain't getting fucking promoted. So after the first year I was 27 and I'm thinking I'm just coming to our prime Like like something needs to happen. The second season I had at Bolton was probably the best season I've ever had in my career Mm -hmm. personally Is it under Friedman yeah and I was like should I'm thinking I should be playing in the Premier but because Bolton are like 18th why is anyone in the Prem looking at someone in the Championship Mm. 18th but I'm 27 I'm fit I'm playing well but you're in a bad team the club's fucked got no money so you're going one way career's done career's over that's it Mm
2: -hmm. never going to get to that next level nah done that must been that must have been the, even more frustrating than the lads fucking about and that. Yeah, yeah. Because I I knew I could never play at Prem. I knew for a fact I couldn't. So I never that dream never went really. Yeah, I never had it. You know what I mean? Is that when you think you could have? You think you could have moved up and played regularly up there? Easy. Like we would play
3: against Liverpool in the FA Cup, or we played Everton. Like I scored, we won one 0 Piss easy. But just it was in a bad team like in a bad situation. Did he come straight for you then when he went to Forest? Friedman? Yeah. So so I did three years at Bolton. They offered me a contract. I think it was about 50% of what I was on, maybe a little bit less. And I was half thinking about signing it because I was like, family settled,
2: like... You're 30 now. Have yeah, 29. 29, 29.
3: Like, I ain't getting that move now. Um, so I was half thinking about signing it. And then last game of the season... He, he like played the kids, we were safe. Um, and then after game, I went to see him, and I said, uh, uh, "Neil Lennon, it was." And he said, um, "I said, Gaffer, like this, this contract's obviously a lot less than what I'm on, but can, like, can we talk about it?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll ring you Monday." I said, "I'm flying to America Sunday, because obviously the season finished." I said, "I'm flying to America Sunday." He said, "All right, no worries. Right, I'll call you Monday." Didn't hear off phone. He I don't know. Not where it's in the contract, just nothing. And then I was like, my agent was like, no, nah, they're not coming back to us. I was like, it doesn't make you, sense need to, you need to find a uh, club. I was like, you need to find me a club then.
2: It doesn't make sense though to be in financial difficulty to not to get you to sign a contract and you're happy it. with and then sell you, surely. Yeah. Does it, is that just me being stupid? like too the problem with that is, is what if, if you, the club sign you and give you a decent deal... With the foresight of selling you, and you fucking break your leg in pre-season. Oh. Yeah, or Is you that? say, I'm not moving. Yeah. But so mm-hmm. what point in the season did Neil Lennon come in then? So Lenny
3: came in about a quarter of the way through my my third year, and all my like frustrations of how meticulous Dougie would never really want to dig anyone out and really get into their skin. And I was getting frustrated with certain players not doing certain things that I knew they were capable of. Because because you'd seen it in fits and spouts, and Lenny came in and just shoved a rocket up everyone's ass. Like midfielders, get the ball, play forward. Why are you playing sideways and back? He was like in people's faces, and we just like spiked. We started getting results because he just got pretty basic, but just doing, you know, right back, one v one defending. Like don't you know, stop the cross, like right in their faces. And we had a, we had a we had a bit of a spike to be fair, and done well for a bit, um, but then it just wore off. Like there's only so many times you can yeah, scream in someone's impact. face. You're, a cunt, you're a fucking. Because at the start it was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then you get out there and like try and prove him right. And then it just got to the point where he was just literally in people's faces, and lads were just like, here we
2: go. It here. loses it. It loses its. It oh yeah. It loses its effect on it when it's happens yeah. Too much.
3: Yeah. When it's all the time, I yeah. think when you, when you hold it back and then you drop it in, it's like, oh, he's <sighs> got that edge. When it's all the time, it just becomes noise.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Did some of the lads go under then. You know what we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Some of the lads like. Ah, frightened on the pitch and that. Yeah. Smiling it because it obviously worked at the start. Yeah, think. it was exactly what we needed
3: off. after Dougie being like quite meticulous, but nice, do you know what I mean? To all of a sudden, like the change, like the the difference between Coyle and Freeman was massive. Then the difference between Freeman and Lenny was like massive. So it gives you that impact of like shock. Like then you, you know what I mean? The new manager buzz, all that type
2: it of stuff. Off. But wears off.
3: Then it just wears off. But again, to be fair to Lenny, mate, like he signed got no money
2: like he's thinking yeah. he's joined in Bolton of five years ago he's mm. joined in Bolton of like today yeah and was for was Forrester Circus as well then when you were when you first went there I know the no so so, so, so like.
3: Dougie signed me um obviously far as the owner is is obviously quite an eccentric guy but Dougie had the club set up well um kind of coming out of embargo so it's like right let's just get let's get sold the dream don't you like this year's like right stay in the league next year we'll come out of financial fair play so we can we can start spending again this is like the three-year project um so i signed a three-year deal so i was like yeah sounds sounds good we had like british on malonga Michael antonio dexter blackstock you know good good squad i signed mikhail went to west ham uh, cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a plan in place, right? So the first year expectations were to stay up. So when you're getting booed off and you know half time and it's nil nil, you're thinking. Okay. Um, so the first year, I really enjoyed the first year. I was top goal scorer. Christmas, I think I had about seven, and then they got rid of him. They they like, after like thirty eight games, we were safe. We had fifty points. They, like they got rid of him because the fans didn't like the style of play or whatever. So we got rid of him and we had caretaker to the end of the season. And I'm thinking, like, I'd met Doug in his office, so I was captain, and he was talking about all the players he wanted to bring in January, like Goodmanson, who who went to Burnley, the winger. Like, he had all the players that he wanted to buy. Fucking sacked him. You're thinking, right, what are they doing? Like, the club's good, stable, but just because a few of the fans were on the, you know, very reactive chairman, it's just like, oh, he's got to go because the fans don't like him. It's like, man, it's like 10 fans in the top right-hand corner. Do you know what I mean? Like, just blank that. Out. We've got a project going on. So he went. And that summer, you're thinking, right, who are we going to bring in? So you're looking all summer. We didn't sign a manager till the day before preseason. Some French goalkeeper, who was, oh, my God, I can't even tell you how bad this guy was. Like, Jesus, how long's this podcast? And it was just like, so then the second season was a schlep. Just try and stay up. We had a crap manager. He made crap signings. And then third year, they brought in Cranker and like obviously then they changed owners and it was just, a, it just become like, that's not what I signed here for.
2: Yeah. Because I know that when they, when they give Warburton the job, they, I think the brief was that they needed to be in the playoffs at Christmas. Yeah. Which it, unrealistic think, expectations. It, it sounds, from what you were saying, is unrealistic. And it, Did you get on with Warburton? So so that was never going to happen
3: getting in the playoffs because of the French guy and the, the shit that he'd put us in. Warburton came in and I, li- I liked everything that he wanted to do. He was very detailed, at a way of playing. And I thought, yeah, like I'm, I'm learning again. I'm going in every day and this is, this is good. And The team's buying into it. But he just, he just hates anyone over 23. Can't manage them. He just wants like impressionable young lads that are, that are nice that he can like, maybe fit in, fit, fuck off, philosophy, as he wrote on the board. And for me, when I'm like, obviously more of a senior player, I think I'd got injured for literally like two games. We lost two games and then I got fit and I come back in against Sunderland away and we'd been trying to play how we wanted to play. But I said, lads, we've lost two games in a row. We're not in the forest. We can't win. We can't lose three. So like said to the keeper, listen, just, if it's not on to play out the back, because the keeper, like, young lad, tried to play out the back the week before, got it nicked and scored. So he's like, fucking like that in goal. And you're thinking, if it's not on to play, just fucking twat it as far as you can. Don't worry about it. So we played we played ugly, I'll put Sunderland, and we beat him one-nil. So like we were the lads were like like more relief than like high five, and it's just like, oh, thank God, we got three points. He's come in and just gone, I am never fucking watching a game. One of my teams play like that again. Crap to watch, nothing that I believe in. And I'm like, Gaffer, we've lost two games in a row. We needed a result. Sunday struggling, like, it's just three points. Let's just take it. And he was just always like trying to Battle with me, do you know what I mean? And I was just like, just found it frustrating. And then that thing like when he pulled me to his office and said, you can't talk to players like that. And I'm just like, I, I, don't, I don't think that we're, we're seeing eye to eye. But then it didn't
2: work out for him. And then obviously, Karanka came in. Have you got any so, more stories about the French goalkeeper? Goal, <laughs> goalkeeper sorry, guy? So a bit The
3: French goalkeeper, yeah. Like pre-season, you know what pre-season If someone says to you, what's pre-season like as a footballer? You're like, you wake up in the morning, you can barely walk. It's it's just, it's a graft. But when you get through it, how good does it feel? Like you feel fit, you're ready for the season. Lads were asking, can can we do some running? We were like, can can we fucking do the bleep test? Like (coughs) it was just so low tempo, so relaxed, so easy-ozy. We're looking around thinking, does he know what he's fucking walking into? 10 months, like when the the weather kicks in, like you need to be like so robust not to be pulling in like any muscles. Like, we're not doing weights. We're literally stretching. We're jogging. And we're thinking, nah, he ain't got a clue. Season starts, we're miles off it. And I was just like, my head's gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, this guy's having a nightmare. Just frustrating.
2: Do you feel like you had to, to take charge in that situation, like you were saying to the keeper? Um, yeah, you know, mate,
3: yeah. I, I, like, I, with, with him, like with, the, with, the, with Montagnier, like I, I end up falling out of him. And uh, actually, funny enough, I saw a rerun of when we played Newcastle at home. Honestly, when I say like sleepless nights before a game, because you don't know what you're going to get, it was, that was classic Montagnier. You'd win games like five. We beat Burton opening game of the season, right? Four, three. Lads are all celebrating. Oh, we're going to get promoted this year. We've got a great squad. I'm sat there like nearly crying. Like we are shit. We've just conceded three goals to Burton. Like we scored in the last minute. No one knows what they're doing. The centre-halfs foreign lad he's like made a blitzing run in like the 89th minute and scored and you're thinking what <laughs> the f-? the crowd's gone mental all the lads are buzzing you could see me on the athlete I'm like what the fuck is going on there's no way we're going to get there's no consistency there's no way we're going to get results <laughs> like this and there's honestly we played newcastle oh, since in the rerun the other day on tv i'm actually going over to him on the sideline and i'm like i'm like we're playing four at the back right and I said, they've got one up front and they've got two in the hole. If we go to three, we can just go up against them. He's like, no, 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 they are playing 4 4 2. I'm like, is he watching the fucking same game as me? <laughs> I'm thinking, this guy cannot, cannot see football. So, I, I, a bit, honestly, I felt like the manager through that period, it was like, right, like, see all everything he's just said, right, don't do any of that. Because that's crap. Do you know what I mean? Like, under Dougie, we were so rigid, we had like the best defensive record in the champ, or like in the top four at least. So this guy, shipping free at Burton at home. I was like, guys, we need to get a bit of balance here. We need a bit of doggy and maybe a bit of this flair that he's trying to bring. But at the minute we are absolutely all over the gaff. <laughs> There's no doggy
2: here. No.
3: Did <laughs> you find Karanga? He was more, he was definitely more off the cuff. I was like, like, I was thinking, God, this, this guy's very center right for Real Madrid, like he's just being promoted with Middlesbrough. Like he's surely good. Um, and he came in and it was just like 11 a side. And it was just like if you played well in training, you got picked. There wasn't no, there wasn't like much structure and stuff. But what Cranker did is obviously because the new owners are taken op- over and they've got like shed loads of money. Um, as you've seen, like you look at what Forrest are paying at the minute, people
2: won't. Oh, I, I won't even know
3: me. People wouldn't honestly. You would not believe what they're paying at the minute. But Cranker, all he did like the January transfer window was coming up as well. And he, I just remember when I left to go to Barnsley, he was sat at the stadium watching YouTube videos of, like, players. It's just like, how many games he played in the Prem, right, sign him. It was just like, he, he just wasted so much money in trying to bring players in because he just obviously needed to get it instantly right because the owners are so, like, we need promotion.
2: They've Paying spent through enough. the roof
3: for it. Yeah, they've spent,
2: they've, they've spent like they should go up, but they've not. It's not working for them at the minute. Well, it wasn't. Another know the new fellas yeah, picked you just up on a bought-
3: go out and start buying players. It's like, what do we need? Not maybe now, but yeah. like, right, let's get through this season, right? Maybe he needs to go. You can't just do it all in, like... tried. I think he signed, like, something like 12 players in the January transfer window.
2: Bear in, in mind there. as well, these are the owners of Olympiakos who win the league every year. Yeah, So they've obviously just misjudged how hard the championship is. 100%. And they can't understand why Forest aren't Argos Yeah. Do you have much dealings with them personally? Oh. The only
3: dealings I had with any of, like, the kind of Greek whatever you call it, click, I don't know what you call them, um, staff, is Karanka came in. I played two, one or two games under him. I missed a couple of games. And we played, I can't remember who we played, it might be Preston. Played someone at home two days before the January transfer window opened. So all the lads, new players were going to come in. And we lost 3-0, got absolutely bot. And I was like, I was on the bench. We went in the we went in the changing room after the game and he was just like, he just lost it. He was just like, use are all against me. Like, all right, that's it. I've got no option. I'm going to have to bring in players in January because you're not buying into what I'm trying to do. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, wow, where's that come from? And as I walked out the dressing room, obviously I was, must have been on the hit list to go in that January. Some little Greek weasel just like gone to me. Hey, Mills. You are shit, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even fucking play that. <laughs> I was like, I was sat on the bench. I'm, I'm like there with my woolly hat. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like so, sorry, mate. You, you, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like your agent he speak to me you tomorrow you go you go i was like who the fuck is this cat weed (laughs) i've been in this club for two and a half years i mean we've been through been through the mill like with embargo and stuff this guy's just come in and i was just like this place is mental and i just like to my agent get me out of here he was like you got six months looking back on it i should have probably listened to advice he was like listen you've got like five months left on your contract you're 31 Wait out. till the summer and sit, sign a two-year deal at like a an Ipswich or, do you know what I mean, a decent championship mm. team. And I was just like, no, I can't, I can't physically go back into this club. Like it's, what's happened on a day today. is just not for me. <laughs> you're shit. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey Mills. A <Hey> Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I I know, yeah, picture it like it was yesterday. <laughs> so you're so headed off to Barnsley? Yeah, so I was like to imagine, listen, I want to go. And he was like, you're sure I think strategically you should play it out. I said, listen, every club I've been at, I've I've played week in, week out or I've left. So I was like, no, I'll just go and play back myself for, for three or four months and, uh, and then get a move in the summer. I went to Barnsley, played the first three games. Um, thought, yeah, I'm going to really enjoy this. And then just got injured and didn't play again for the rest of the season. It's tricky when you're 31 and you've not played for four months. Everyone mm. thinks you'd, you've died. <laughs> you're like, mm. no, I just got smashed at my ankle was screwed for like a few months.
2: Fall off the radar, sharpish. Yeah, Quick. You get to 30. Fuck me. Mm. So that,
3: I think that summer I, I, I went on a a training camp with a uh,
2: Saudi Arabian club. Um, New challenge. So you're, you're thinking I could get fucking weird in and sell here, <laughs> I know, know. the
3: cent- but money was yeah, somewhat not what they were offering me because I hadn't got the offer yet. But the centre midfielder was on like eight million net a year, net. Is he any good? Yeah, it was decent to be fair. Through West, <laughs> yeah, it was decent. Yeah, it was. Um, but I went, I went training there in Austria, and then Sunderland called me and said, wanting um, to fly back to England and do do a medical. So I flew back, went up to Sunderland. Who was manager? Jack Ross. Jack. Ross. Oh, yeah. So I got offered a deal. Well, I was, I was like, I'm in, I'm in Austria on a training camp. They said, no, no, they, they, this is the offer. And I was like, right, okay. Yeah, all right, that works. So I got on a plane, flew back, phone goes, oh, yeah, you know the deal? Yeah, it's not that anymore. It's 50% of that. And I was like, why am I in the airport flying home when you told me the deal was this, but actually it's this? And I was like, for fuck's sake. And it was when, you know, like that that guy took over yeah. and there was like him and then they put like somebody in to run the club. So the owner was saying, no, we'll pay in that. But the guy that was running the club was like, no, no, we no, can't no. afford that. Like We want to pay this. So I'm like sitting in Germany thinking like, God, here we go. Another circus I'm joining. Um, so I flew on did the medical, spoke to the manager. But when I spoke to the manager, I'm, I'm like looking at him thinking, do you know what I know? <laughs> do you know that the deal's been halved and like, so I'm a bit uncertain to like what's happened, but maybe picked up on that because I was thinking, right, so I got to the end of the chat and I said, right, so I've got my stuff. Am I going to the hotel? Like And he's like, where would you live? And I said, Manchester. And he said, oh, you know, got, you know, you got kids, like get yourself off. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on here? And I got in the car, that's agent. Mate, that was just the weirdest thing ever. And he was like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, it's not going to happen now. And I was like, Phew. so I've just so, driven up to Sunderland.
2: So you think he knew? But it wasn't going to happen anyway. And
3: well, it must have because it was just a bit, all a bit weird. And then the season started now. And I'm thinking, look now, I'm 31. I'm not dead. Mm. Like, and, <laughs> and, I, and the season started. I kept myself fit, to be fair. And, um, and then I got, um, I got a phone call from, from a club in India. And my head was just gone. Do you know what I mean? With like, what happened at Bolton? Then what happened at Forest? Then doing my ankle at Barnsley. Then getting fucked about by Sunderland. I'm done. My career's done. So I was like, what's the contract? They said, and I said, it's a job in it. Do you know what I mean? I sat there in bed and I'm thinking it's a job. If somebody's going to pay me this to go and play football. And at that time I was like, I'll go over there, a bit of sun, finish training, have a beer by the pool. So that's what I did, but it's mad there. Cause like you play the games, like say you have a beer by the pool, it's a piece of piss, like it's, it's easy. The games are easy. Well, like, the only thing that makes it difficult is you're only allowed five foreign players in the team. So when you're playing centre half with free Indian lads playing, and you're playing against free like South Americans, you're getting dragged all over the gaff. But
2: <laughs> See, Brendan should have told you, shouldn't he? You need yeah. to learn Indian. You never know. You <laughs> yeah, never no. know. So
3: I did that for for a year, and and like I say, it was like you'd play a game, and then two days later you would play another game in like somewhere on the, over the other side of India. Then three days later you would play another game, another part of India. So you play three games in a week, around a whole like a massive country, and they'll go, right, lads, uh, there's no game for three weeks now. So you'd be like, it's 120 quid return to Dubai. I'm off to Dubai for 10 days. I'll just go to Dubai and play golf with my mates, and it was just a nice life, a nice lifestyle. Um, and then I was going to retire, and and then I got the call from Forest Green to go and be a player assistant manager. So I thought might be a good kind of move in terms of, you know kind of going into that journey of coaching so and my my, my, my little brother was there yeah my little brother was there so we'd always like joked growing up like well one day we'll play together um so I just thought you're there it's a good opportunity for for me to get into coaching like my family and for my parents all the grandkids can come to the football it would be a nice experience um knowing that my back wasn't was bad so I missed about Ten no, about Six games towards the end of the season. Season before, so I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go. But I was, I'll make it clear to them I ain't playing forty six games. You, you'll get twenty out of me. No. You
2: were more more thinking about the coaching than yeah. the actual playing bit. Yeah, hundred
3: percent. But I played every game till Christmas. <laughs> so I played twenty four games till Christmas. We I think we were top of the league or second, and I just broke down. I was just like, I can't play anymore. And he Maybe was, like, was no, you Yeah, you're fine. Like. You physically look great. I'm like, no, my back's fucked. I literally can't run. And then COVID hit. That was
2: kind of the nail in the coffin. You just fought with your back and.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, you know what? Like, I don't want to say COVID was like the best thing that's ever happened because it's it's been horrific for everyone. But for me personally, it was the perfect thing
2: because it stopped football.
3: It stopped the treadmill. Like, you, you know, you guys will know it and, and players will know it. When football's all you've ever known, you stick on the treadmill and you're like, oh, like, I'm not sure if it's like, I'll get another year. You're like, yeah, go on then, because yeah. what else am I going to do? But the, the treadmill just stopped. And honestly, I have to say it was it was just such a relief. So not, the decision not, was for, took
2: out of your hands, really. Yeah,
3: massively. And then it was like, wow, what do I want to do? I'd, I had a bit of experience doing the coaching and I was like, that's not for me. Um and then obviously with the, with the family being, business like doing well, I was like, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a little look at this. So I did that for like two or three months, just wouldn't get paid to do it. I just wanted to get a feel for what was going on. Absolutely love it. And now I think to myself, I wish I'd retired like
2: years ago. How made think, you made the I, decision? Yeah. Forced your hand. Forced, forced my hand. We've skipped over... This Jose Marais guy at Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> we had quite a few... Yeah, we've had messian, we had quite a few talking about the the, <laughs> the Tiger. Have you fucking hit the ball or lot.
3: Yeah. Oh my. So, so when I signed for Barnsley from Forest, again, sold the dream. The manager leaves after the first game. Heck, he signed for, um, for Leeds. So I was like, I've only signed for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've, I've literally fucking mercenaries up. Do you know what I mean? I've just signed for you, like for three months, to like try and push my career back on to get a move, and you've jumped ship. Um, but the, the lads were the lads were great. Um, so I thought, okay, let's see see who comes in, yeah, and then this guy comes in. He's Spanish. <laughs> I
2: know he's called Portuguese. Emirates, but Portuguese. He was like he,
3: he, the, the Riddler. I call him. He <laughs> was just like a philosopher. He was like I think he was a, a psychologist, but I think he was like Jose Mourinho's like psychologist or something at around right. Madrid. So
2: was he, he wasn't a
3: player? No, but there was a picture of him like walking through the new Camp with Mourinho. So he's obviously told someone at Barnes he was his coach. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: yeah, know, know what I mean? he's but, the, uh, What credentials <laughs> have you got? Of you your, uh, seen that?
3: Uh, I was at Madrid. Honestly, it was, it was just mental.
2: So, so what happened with the, the this because every we've had loads of messages asking about did you do a lion impression yeah the cat I
3: don't, I don't like out yeah so basically what had happened is uh it's like i said i got injured after three games but I, I you know obviously i went to the games and you know tried to help the lads out where i could just with little chats and stuff around the ground you can't what you do when you're injured just trying to pass on a bit of knowledge and experience but we went to the game and uh they're one nil down at half time so i'm in the dressing room like thinking like well, you literally thinking what is he gonna say
2: speak English like
3: yeah yeah but anything could come out so then all of a sudden he, he, he just started going he was just like like i want my teams to play with like passion and drive gets down on all fours he starts crawling he's like at the moment you're like cats meow <laughs> <laughs> and i'm thinking the gaffer is on all four knees pretending to be a cat what <laughs> He's going on, <laughs> and he said, "And what I want is lions and start going rah, rah." He's going around the dressing room, and you're literally thinking, "This guy has lost a plot. Like there is no way that we're staying up." Do you know what I mean? It was embarrassing. Did they get a result? No, <laughs> we lost, and they got relegated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, just like wow." Uh see I don't know how that, I don't know how I'd react I don't know how I'd react to that I'd be you're like on I mean. mate brick. but the, the, the lads are
3: like the lads are like going like the lads are like laughing like like trying to hold it in you're thinking surely you can see this just lunatic, mate absolute lunatic. so we're never gonna
2: we're <laughs> we never gonna keep him up no no I, if heck he would have stayed we'd have set up 100% cheers for that though Millsy enjoyed that yeah. yeah top man mate thank you very much and thanks for having us yeah. cheers mate